0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the January 11th edition of the Suspended Indefinitely podcast. Alongside producer Alex and Justin Rescue. my name is Ryan Noonan. We are thrilled to be joined today by my two dear friends from the Boozy Mouse podcast. Brittany and Chelsea are in the house tonight. Ladies, Yoo-hoo! how are we doing?
1: Hello, guys. Hi. Ladies, how
0: are we welcome. Doing?
1: We're doing great. Drinks
2: so are excited to be here.
3: <laughs> Good. That's basically Uh, a rule on suspended indefinitely is having a drink in hand. Yep. So they pass the first
0: setup on the table. Now, when I hyped you girls up, I was like, these girls know how to drink and they know how to make it weird. And I was like, well, (laughs) then you're going to fit nicely on the pot. It's going to be great. We we can
2: make it
1: weird. Yes, we
0: can. I'm pretty good at (laughs) that. Listen, uh, well, I sat next to the two of you while we were watching Jacksonville versus Tennessee, and they didn't kick us out of the bar. So I think we're off to a good start already.
1: It,
2: yeah, I didn't break yeah. any martini glasses. I, we're great. That, I, I had to <laughs> That's yell true. Duval mating call, but yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, we had the Duval mating call and then I learned uh that when Chelsea gets to flight level martini glass that we gotta tone it down a little bit. That means
2: nobody's home. That's and, the code word. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yep. so, <laughs> um, so, so, so wait, was a was a martini glass thrown? I need to know more about this. No, it, yeah. was, it was it was misplaced. Spilled. It was it was, mis-
2: it was misplaced out of her hand on the second story of a restaurant, and it happened oh. to fall. So down it was below near somebody else.
3: So it was fumbled, which makes sense because you said
0: that you're a Titans fan. Exactly. <laughs> you, could have, you could have thrown in a Michigan dig there, but you but you.
1: you let the- chose the Titans?
2: <laughs> somebody pick on Brittany. I please? have a feeling that that will come later, but yes
0: so yes. chelsea what you're telling us is that you misplaced the martini glass with your throwing arm yeah yeah fair enough okay let's see <laughs> fellas how we doing
3: we're doing good man how's everything out there in florida
0: uh everything is good uh you know it's it's beautiful out here and um you know we love living out here it's it's a good place to be brian
4: who are we talking to can you introduce these ladies
0: die well i did earlier but i'll do it again absolutely we have my dear friend Brittany, and we have my other dear friend chelsea and they uh have created a great podcast called the boozy mouse which oh, nice. combines two of my favorite things drinking and disney That's um so you know it really doesn't get much better than that we have so we how can- did yeah sorry I didn't
2: I mean to cut we, we met um, on one of Oh, Chelsea and I's first Disney Day Drinker events. Yeah. Um, and it was also like uh, another event going on at Disney. Um, and we got to talking and he's like, well, I have a podcast. I was like, well, we have a podcast too. And then we both got a little drunk and all well, three of us got a little drunk and yeah. decided that we're just, yeah, we're going to be guests on each other's podcasts. Yep. And here we are. And then we met up uh, last weekend. Yeah. Yeah and ended uh, up watching Disney Springs. Yeah, but Disney Springs.
3: So how long uh, has the Boozy Mouse podcast been going? I love the concept. I listened to uh, a couple of the most recent episodes. It's fun, Um, but uh, how long have have y'all been doing it?
2: So we just started in October. We are green. Yeah, we're very new to this. Um, We've been going to Disney for, I mean, a while. Brittany's a lifer.
1: She's been going to Disney for life. Yes. Um, (laughs) I started tagging along a couple of years ago,
2: and it's just, she's been my Disney wife ever since. (laughs) So we just decided it would kind of be a good excuse to try new restaurants, try new drinks. Like It's literally what we say. We're like,
1: oh, we have to do this. It's for the podcast. It's for the
2: podcast. Absolutely.
1: It's literally everything we do. Every time we swipe our debit cards at Disney, it's for the podcast. (laughs)
0: There you go. So guys, um, so... Justin and Alex, um, the other event that they were talking about is um, every couple of days throughout the year, Disney has this thing called Dapper Day where everybody gets, you know, suited and booted. All the guys get suited up and girls dress up. Kind of looks like it's a 1920s, 30s speakeasy kind of a vibe to it. And everybody gets suited up and goes out into the parks and has a good time. And this particular Dapper Day that we went to... um, was at animal kingdom um and then you know we created a, a disney Drinkers club around event around that so i met britney and chelsea as we were um at one of the restaurants uh and bars and we just yeah just like i said hit it off and you know we thought a, a podcast exchange would be a blast and here we are today
2: yeah yeah it's
0: awesome yeah perfect well
3: uh you know thank you so much for coming on thanks for the thought of you know doing Kind of a podcast trade-off here Um, i'm looking forward to jumping on the boozy mouse podcast uh with everybody that sounds like fun um and it's perfect too because you know like we were kind of talking before we officially hit record here about like how going to disney is uh you know kind of like attending a sporting event in terms of boozy going to disney as a kid is a lot different than (laughs) going to disney as an adult
1: Totally I, don't different know, I don't know experience. why they even bring children to Disney anymore.
2: <laughs> it's not a place for children.
3: Exactly. It's, it's not, not. They, they really yeah. should have like adults-only hours, I
0: think. That's yeah. what yep. Disney needs. Or you know what? You should just make Epcot an adults-only park because that's really yes. why adults go to Epcot is to get lit. That's <laughs> it. Exactly.
2: Have like a little child swap at the front if you have to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go. I am so assuming
3: So I'm assuming that y'all are pretty familiar with drinking around the world then at Epcot.
0: Yes. 100 oh, yes. For sure. Yeah, it's a girls, is- uh, <laughs> girls don't forget about the questions that I told you to ask Justin The quiet you <laughs> wait oh, what, Were we drunk? <laughs> yes. well you were.
3: Yeah, so, they're not gonna remember Ryan.
0: You don't ask Justin Okay, it's fine. Oh
1: wait. Oh wait Justin d- um, Where do you start when you drink around the world?
3: I have no idea we Ryan and I attempted it once but Ryan can't read and forgot that they actually closed at 10 o'clock that night, I think instead of 11, or maybe it was nine instead of 10. It was something like that.
0: Yeah, but which one of
3: us spewed behind the uh, bar in the China country? Well, yeah, yeah, because because it was China, you know, and I I had to chug one of those chocolate duck fart things. I don't know what it's called. You guys probably know what I'm talking about.
2: I'm going to be honest. China's a skip country anyway, so it's fine. How do you
3: skip a country? I didn't even know that was an option.
2: Oh, yeah. China's a skip country. Sometimes you have to. Mm
1: -hmm. Like, it's just... (laughs) You'll get sick early on. Clearly. Clearly. (laughs) So...
3: It sounds like the highlights might be probably Mexico. Maybe Germany. I wrote something down listening... uh, I've got to ask you guys. I was listening to... The holiday podcast, and it sounded like you know they have special holiday drinks um, at Epcot that are only available for you know a certain number of weeks right around Christmas and New Year. Yeah. I was super intrigued by the Horchata Margarita. Is that a year round drink, or is that only like a okay? Drink?
2: It needs to be a year round drink, yeah. this oh, thing- it's not. Dang oh, it. My God. I don't know if it is or not so I don't think it is it was from the holiday booth so a lot of times they they switch up every year you know they want different new that horchata margarita knocked me on my ass (laughs) so strong I took one sip I was like Holy shit. Oh, my God. But it was perfect because it
1: had, like, a nice sprinkle of cinnamon on top. It wasn't too creamy. It was delicious. Yeah, it looked basic bitch, but it
2: was not. (laughs) It
0: it was basic bitch. (laughs) Well, if anybody knows how to drink, like, basic bitches, it's me and Justin. So you're all
3: right. It's true. No, I was honestly thinking, like, that sounds delicious, actually, like, in a football game, like, in the wintertime. Because you, you can only chug shitty beer for so long, and Ryan and I went to the 49ers game on Christmas Eve. Yeah,
0: why the and fuck didn't we think about horchata margaritas? That's a- I want to.
3: I wanna mix them up next time because that sounds like the perfect tailgating beverage. Absolutely. But, I mean, man, we, were, we were drinking vodka and beer, and actually I think that the best drink that we had all day long were those margaritas that we got once yes. we got inside. Not so only that,
0: but we got contact by from both collars on both sides of us in the parking lot.
3: <laughs> yes, we did. That was a good time.
0: Yeah, I, I would been to a,
2: Like I tailgate up north mostly, and I went to the Winter Classic when it was uh, the Red Wings. Oh, sweet. Um, the Maple Leafs, and it was like negative 20 degrees. We had Tim Horton's coffee and Bailey's, and it was the best. It
0: was so good. You girls do not understand how much good friends you just made with Justin and Alex because they are diehard NHL fans. And okay, Timmy
2: yeah, so fans. I'm, I'm a huge Red Wings fan. My oh,
4: Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got a big Detroit List Sucks there. tattoo on my leg, so
2: List you can guess what team I yeah. It's fine. Um, but my, my sister lives in Toronto. Um, her husband's a big Maple Leafs fan. Uh, this year, I actually splurged and I went to the Stanley Cup Finals game in Tampa, playing nice. the Avalanche, and it was amazing. It was kind of like a lifelong thing for me to see the Stanley Cup in person, so but I had to I had to see it.
3: I've heard but. that the fan experience in Tampa is the best in the NHL right now. Is that pretty? I on have far? to
2: say it's as much as it pains me to say it's like top notch. It's pretty good
3: yeah i mean obviously you know you're there for saying like a final game which is a huge bucket list item i think for any hockey fan but i mean just like the arena itself the location where it's at what they've got going oh, yeah. like, party-wise there's, before and after
2: yeah there's bars everywhere within walking distance um i mean it's on the water so you walk out and there's bars outside you can see the river or like the little inlet there it's it's amazing
3: how are concession prices there compared to disney world
2: it, pretty, pretty close. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, beers, I mean... At this point, we're not even surprised by it's Disney like, prices what? anymore. So
4: many
1: parallels. 13 bucks a beer. So. I think in our most recent episode, I was like... I, we said something about $38 for some salmon, and I was like, but that's great for Disney. It's <laughs>
0: fine. Yeah, There's yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so wait. How are the quality of the cocktails that you get at, like, the Tampa game versus what we get around the parks? Um...
2: I mean, they're not going to be, like, the... Yeah, I mean, so, like, when I, when I normally go to hockey games, like, I'm drinking beer, so... Okay. It, yeah. Like, I John- was
0: well, go, go
2: ahead. Oh, sorry, I went to the... Uh, I went to Boston last year, and I went to the Bruins game. Right. And it was, like, the same. It was expensive. It was just beer. Like, the Bruins, you know, obviously, like, their stadium's old. Uh, right. And their concessions are definitely old as well. But... uh yeah. I mean, it's, it's expensive
0: and it's expensive, cheap beer. So. Yeah. Well, and see, that's usually the best beer. And the reason why I asked too is because, you know, Justin and I, like he said, we just went to the 49er game on Christmas Eve. And sometimes I found in the past, like I love getting margaritas at sporting events cause that's my favorite drink. Right. I do love margaritas. margaritas. Okay. Cheers. I do me. love margaritas. You both know <laughs> I had, I pounded a margarita or two when we were out at uh, city works, but, um, <laughs> margarita or five, but you know, who's counting. Um, but you either get like a really good beverage, like in this case, Justin and I were pounding margaritas and they were great at the game. Yeah. Or you're at a sporting event and you get a margarita and you're like, what the fuck is this? This is dumb I, yeah, shit. totally agree. Right? Um, I don't know, but, my, yeah. that
2: might be a, n- a new little thing for me, going to sporting events and trying something besides beer. Right. I, I might have to start trying this.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, you know and i think the way that we were feeling um is that we i mean we did have a little bit of beer but i you know when we were at the game we were like you know what let's not get full on beer let's kind of have a few other things like the vodka crayons were hitting beautifully before we went in Love a good um, and then because justin's a hell of a bartender and i hope one day when he's out here you get to try his old-fashioned hell it's so good <laughs> <laughs> oh i okay. look forward to that his single-handedly put my giant ass out of commission from nothing but old fashions i shit do not it's damn. it is that damn good there's no pressure there, no. justin no,
2: yeah, pressure. no pressure no pressure
0: at all right <laughs> yeah justin don't fuck this up i just hyped you up
3: i know no shit. no that's that's what i was throwing back uh actually last night during the national championship game and oh, i got that- i got that I got home like- a little late. I turned it on. Georgia had already scored like three minutes into the game. Yeah. And I think by the time I made my first drink, they had already scored their second touchdown. It was insane.
2: It That game was a hot mess. Um, so, I mean, Stetson's 45 years old. Um, yeah, he is. I don't yeah. – Yeah. At first, I thought TCU, they're like, okay, they scored. They threw it, and then they threw an interception. They fumbled. It was a dumpster fire after a while.
3: Right. Right.
5: No. it looks like you it, it looks like a, play a
2: high school team
3: yeah it was well, like a walkthrough so, yeah. for georgia it's like all right we're just gonna you know practice our plays in slow motion half speed Literally.
0: we don't want to get remember, anybody
3: hurt.
0: yeah and if i remember correctly wasn't sunny dykes talking shit before the game too he yeah i mean he was trying to be all you know kind of
3: cute with it and he he kind of took a couple shots at kirby but it wasn't too bad and i'm like dude what are you doing yeah and this yeah. is his first year with that program, right? I believe.
0: Uh, second year.
3: Second year? I yeah. think it's the second year. It's his second year in kind of a big boy conference. It's it's <laughs> yeah. a baby step above the Pac-12, so I, I will give it that. <laughs> I mean, it's oh, not the Pac-12. SEC, but whatever. I, yeah. The SEC's got a couple good teams. You know, yeah. good
2: I hate to say that. It pains me as well. But yeah, living in Gainesville, it's I mean, obviously, you guys. I'm oh a, yeah,
0: you're. If you're I'm up a there in the
2: fan. Uh, you're
0: living in Tebow country.
2: I'm living, yeah, I live in God's country down here, so. Basically,
4: Stetson Bennett.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> basically, basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I, for I hate the Gators. I'm just, you know, I always have. I'm sorry.
1: I grew up here in here in Gainesville, and, and if so did I. My dad awesome. was such a huge fan <laughs> growing up that, like, I, I feel wrong being a fan of any other team. You don't just have to. Right. Of, but I also, like, I, I don't pay as close attention anymore as I did back then, but...
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so can you girls, I, while we're on the topic of college football and talking about Gainesville, I have to ask this question because I think Justin and Alex kind of deep down want to know this. Is the myth true about Florida fans and they all wear jorts around
1: Gainesville?
0: Oh, 100%, 100%. 100%. Yes, yeah. That's, that's 100% true. Every...
3: Every intern that Alex and I have hired that comes from Florida, they wear jorts
0: constantly. I would fire their asses the day they get there. <laughs> they
1: I, they see, I actually didn't know that it was such a taboo thing until right. I met somebody that wasn't from around here. And they were like, yeah. is he wearing jorts? I'm like, uh, sure, I guess that's what you call them.
2: They're wearing yeah. shorts. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. they're real. They're, they're real.
3: Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. Well, okay. Florida.
0: Well, <laughs> it's you about a what? quarter
3: of the way to a full-on Canadian tuxedo.
0: Oh, yeah, here you go. Well, true. you know what? There's the re- and just because of that. There's the reason why Welcome to Florida is abbreviated WTF.
2: <laughs> yes, that is. Uh, it, yep. It's, it's, it's true. Yeah, special.
1: Boy, I would,
0: that's one way of putting it.
2: Yeah, special. So it's so funny. It's like living in Florida or living in Gainesville, at least, you know, growing up your life on Saturdays is college football. Always, yep. you know, you have no other plans. That's what you do on a Saturday. Um so I recently I went out to Albuquerque which is like population 100 people and yep. it was ironically I was out there for Michigan Ohio state game. Uh, so I'm calling around Neutral to these bars. Side. I mean well, I'm calling around to these bars and I'm like, "Hey, do you guys have the game on?" And they're like, "What what game?" I'm like, "Oh
0: god. No, no. Okay.
2: So I'm like asking the girl I went to go see, I was like, is, is it like not a thing? And she was like, you're in New Mexico. Like sports is not a thing here. Yeah. I, I, Only that's poverty. crazy to me. I can't imagine it not being. I'm thing. so used to just being places where Saturdays and Sundays you just go. To the yep. Yeah. New
0: Mexico, Idaho, North Dakota, South Dakota. They might as well be grouped together. Cause they're the yeah, no like, what is zone. this? There's the I, no fun zone.
2: Not a fan. No fun zone. I was The bar I finally found had about five people in it. It it wasn't great. Then you're wow, that's a slobber knocker
0: of a <laughs> night there. Jeez. Oh, so it was-
3: it's like that. So, okay, I go to the Formula One race every year in Austin, Texas. And every single year that same weekend, third weekend in October, <coughs> Ohio State plays Penn State. And it was maybe 2017. It was the year that we'd lost. So I think it was that year. But, I mean, we were ranked like in the top – four or five and penn state was ranked i think like seven or eight or something like yeah. that they were also it was it was a big game and i'm in texas basically like blocks from the university of texas uh campus mm-hmm. and texas that weekend they played a day game so their, their game was long over so it's not like the bars are packed with people that want to watch the texas game i had to go to three different bars until i found a bar that had that a had the desire and b had the capability <laughs> to, to yeah. play. To put the Ohio State game on it. I'm like, you guys are a college football town. Like, like what you, is this? Yeah. You live and breathe college football and you can't figure out how to put like a top 10 matchup that's on ABC, like on <laughs> right. your it's
0: fucking television. It's not even pay per view. I don't know if you've heard of so it. figure it's- it out. It
2: work. Like- you know what? <laughs>
0: believe, me when I fi- believe me when I say I would find a way to blame Matthew McConaughey on that one, mm-hmm. you know, because he is like the Texas most. Texas fan alive, you know, so he probably goes around to all the bars and it's like, all right, all right, all right, no other, all right, right, right. So, but you know, Texas, Texas Longhorns, nobody else, you know what I mean? You know, <laughs> Come brought, on. I guarantee you, he probably had something to do with it.
3: We sat down and it was, it was a dive bar. It was like, there was nobody in there, which was perfect because that's how, like, that's how you want to enjoy the game when you're like, yep. I'd imagine, like, same experience in Albuquerque, like, you, you yeah. want to watch the game and you want to focus on the game and you don't want to be you know bothered by other games going on and like a lot of other fans watching something else or people for you sure know, like, you just want to dial in so it was awesome so the bartender was annoyed and like we sat down <laughs> and we said all right we want two long star two lone stars and four shots of fireball and then he's like oh. he was like if y'all order like that all night, you can watch whatever the hell you want. <laughs> all right, sweet. <laughs> Sounds well, good to thank me. Thank
2: you, sir. Like, did you tip your hat to him?
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then I tipped him like $5, which is a lot <laughs> you know, same in the state of Texas. You <laughs> fucking cheapskate. I'm you kidding. I'm with kidding. You. No, we, we had a great time. Um, but yeah, I mean, holy shit. That I is actually, also,
0: um, dude, just quick side note about that bar trip. That is also the drunkest I have ever heard you on the phone when you called me from that bar.
3: I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, I mean, no, maybe not. I, Top ten.
2: Well, when you start off a game like that, I mean, <laughs> I'm impressed.
3: Hey, for- I, yeah. it was we were on a mission, for sure. But yeah, I'm, I- I'm curious to see what the ratings look like. For the national championship last night, because I think a lot of people... Oh,
2: I actually, on the way over here, I read that it was the lowest recorded rating ever. I was
3: going to say, like, it must be, because no even shit. though they started it at 4.30 and 7.30 out there, which was great to do for the East Coast people, so it doesn't end after midnight. Boy, that's for but, sure. Yeah,
2: I heard... it So, a friend of mine that, like, uh, he is a sports, like, broadcaster, he posted he was it was like 17 million which in the grand scheme of things like that's that's nothing that's nothing that actually tuned in to watch the game which is like record low
3: yeah and i'm yeah. sure that it just kept going down and down especially in the second half oh yeah i mean alex alex you you turned it off at halftime i think
4: yeah maybe it was 30 first yeah whenever they got to 30 points it was like yeah. georgia 31 i think it was 31 to 7 maybe
3: and there Some was there time. was no hope at all it, no. it wasn't even like all right they're both driving or like you know right georgie got lucky on a yeah. turnover or something it was like tcu had no hope
2: no Not did Stetson? did he go out in the end of the third or was it the fourth he finally went out
3: he went out i don't know why the hell i remember this but he went out at the 13 minute mark of the fourth quarter okay <laughs> because <laughs> wow, i i was wondering why they kept him in so late so like i made yep. a note to look at the time you but, son of a bitch! You're showing us all up with your fancy knowledge. Well, I think I, th- I think I mean obviously Kirby Smart wanted to keep him in there for the curtain yeah. call, of course. and I think he wanted to wait until he was ready to take some of the defensive players out of the game that he also gave a curtain call to. Yeah. So like, you can't like if you're taking sets of Ben out of the game, he's got to be the first guy that you give a curtain call to. No, so sure. I think that that's why he waited, and then he did one for Jalen Carter, who's going to the draft, and I think just declared today. Um and then I think there was one more player that, that he also did it for. But classy move by Kirby. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: You know, for, the record, for the record, it was 38 to seven at the half.
4: Yeah, so that was... So it was before
3: yeah. half, Yes. I yeah, half. so it was 31 yeah. to seven when, when Alex... Yeah, when nice I I did that.
4: Okay, yeah.
0: now, can I ask, I gotta ask you guys a quick question just about, uh, cause we're talking about Georgia now. Did anybody else hear the gratuitous shot that David Pollock took as Nick Saban was sitting right next to him? No, no, I didn't. Oh my god, it is the greatest thing I've because it's like Luke Skywalker just jabbing Darth Vader of college football <laughs> in the face. With uh, just oh my god, it was so funny. So, David Pollack has the balls to say Georgia has overtaken college football as the next great guy. Oh. Nick Saban, <laughs> Nick Saban, the Darth Vader of college football, that's kind is of funny looking at it, just kind of staring off, going, okay. This motherfucker right here. All right, I see. Yeah, it. he just he just kind of nodded a little
3: bit, like you know, he didn't he didn't really react. I mean, I saw something yeah. on Twitter that people were freaking out. Oh, like did you see his reaction? So I watched. But it,
2: it's Nick Saban; he doesn't have to react to that. No,
3: he, no, he, he never,
0: was just right. like, all right, all right, like he knows what see. he's. Yeah. All right, exactly. I want then, you to you know... think
4: that I'm sure he appreciated the banter. If anything, oh, oh sure. yeah, because
0: yeah. that's either going to do one of two things. That's going to make Saban want to put up a hundred on Georgia next time Absolutely. they meet, or. That's gonna make Saban be like, "Yeah, whatever. I don't care."
3: Yeah, no, he'll he sign he's...
0: another Aflac contract and he'll be fine. Yeah. He won't.
5: <laughs> he My God, go those are the most cringiest
0: con- uh, commercials
3: of all time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like them. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the Aflac yeah. commercials.
0: Okay, so bro, I gotta ask. We gotta ask these girls because I know they hinted at it before. I'm dying to know this. Okay. Um, I gotta ask about the salmon push pop. <laughs>
2: We, Sorry,
1: if we, we did just
0: move off from college
2: did, football eat. for a second. It's fine. We walked right past the salmon push
1: pop. We saw it and laughed at the line that was waiting to order it and just kept walking and went and got some Prosecco instead.
0: Oh, <laughs> my God, really?
3: So
1: yeah.
3: I'm, I'm a big salmon guy. Alex is a huge salmon. Yes, Alex salmon. has salmon for breakfast. No shit. So wait,
1: do you, do, you, do you remember when you were a kid, those the push pops, they were Flintstone ice cream? Yes. Of course.
3: Yeah, of course. Okay. So, so, no, no, or the orange it, cream skull, yeah. It had that stupid little plastic cup on the top the that would leak all over the place. It's yeah.
5: full
1: of raw salmon.
3: <laughs> I
5: like yes. that. Yes.
1: On a hot day. At oh,
4: yeah.
5: Meal.
1: Yeah, Italy failed us there. Yeah, that was... <laughs> Does never it come with
4: a mini grill? or?
2: Exactly, right? No, it, it's like... not it was oh. just, Yeah, I can't do it. Oh, oh, so wow. I like, We saw
4: like nice it. So it's got to like, be I'm, pretty fresh salmon, then. I mean, it's not, well, maybe it's and just that, the fish. That's where so I'm like,
2: I need to sashimi. see the salmon. I need to see your salmon guy before, like, right. I buy
0: this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's your salmon guy?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Who's> <laughs> where do, do you get, get salmon, salmon from? <laughs> I mean, let's
0: be honest. <laughs> like, we're all I feel
2: like, we're... yeah. And like, yeah. I'm pretty drunk by the time we get to Italy. Oh yeah, a so, few I'll try just
0: about anything. regardless, like, that's a
4: hard pass. Yeah, yeah we, I mean, all five of
0: us are classy enough bitches where we have a salmon guy. Let's just say we're classy enough broads where we have a salmon guy. Right? It, yeah, Everybody's yeah, got a it, salmon yeah, guy. yeah, we have <laughs> sa- our salmon guy <laughs> at it's Albertsons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See,
2: you know where your salmon guy is, right? Yeah. exactly.
4: Yeah.
2: You got to know.
0: Exactly. Hey, well, anyway, thank,
2: thank you for thank you
4: for our salmon guy yeah. at exactly. Albertsons <laughs> here in Palm Springs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out <laughs> to the, the Albertson salmon guy. Would
3: would Would a salmon push-pop work at an NHL game where you have a lot of Scandinavians, Ah. you're indoors and it's cold,
4: Perhaps at a Seattle Kraken game a C- is like a C- a- at a
3: Seattle Kraken game if it comes from Pike's Place.
4: Yeah. I say, well, if,
2: it, if you're at a Detroit game, they might try to throw it on the ice. Yeah. Uh, That's I don't true. Know. If
4: it's an octopus. If <laughs> they don't, they, game,
3: they don't, don't know the, the difference. Rather, they're, they're not that smart in that state up north, so
0: they think everything <laughs> oh, okay. that swims, yeah. they right. think it's an octopus. <laughs> like you, you show them a lobster. They're <laughs> <an> octopus. <laughs> like they, they know Yeah. They annoy me. Justin, who the hell knows what they would do at a Calgary game? They might do the. Oh God.
3: They, they probably try to write it. Or maybe yeah.
0: Ottawa, the yeah. Senators. I, don't know. Yeah. I went
2: to a uh, last time. Oh, I was they in try Canada.
0: and legislate a, it.
2: a Leafs game, and I'll tell you, it was seeing like a Canadian game and like going to a game in the states. Yeah, these Canucks, like they, <laughs> they were dressed up, they were fancy, and I'm like, who the hell are these people? Like, okay, it was it was a very different atmosphere.
0: Yeah. They like, guys, if I want to a Dapper Day, I'll go back to Disney World. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, girl, I see you in your your jersey. Like, go back across the border. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It,
2: yeah so. That's why
3: they haven't won a cup in sixty some odd yeah. years.
2: Exactly. Or we children.
3: That's that's not what going to an NHL game is about. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a whole different experience. I mean, it was fun. It was cool going to like the Leafs, like stadium and stuff, but like it, or like arena. But like, it it was
3: another like, another bucket list item.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's like the nice thing about Toronto is like they have their whole little square. So they have the Blue Jays stadium that's right there. They have the Raptors and they have uh, the Leafs that are connected. So it's like a fun little thing to go to. But yeah, they're like, <laughs> if you can perfect.
3: afford it, <laughs> if you, yeah. Or, it,
2: you know, when your brother-in-law lives ticket? in Canada and he loves you, he, you know, flies Oh, over. there you go. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yes. So, you've spend. got a hookup then? Yeah. <laughs> I would never pay for that. <laughs> so yeah, sure. I think
4: Toronto
3: is the most expensive ticket in the league right now.
4: Or Montreal. One or of Montreal. The yeah. Is it really? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Hmm.
3: Toronto's up there. San Jose used to be up there, but they're not
4: anymore. Standing room uh- only tickets <laughs> at uh, where do they play? Air Canada Centers mm-hmm. where uh, the Maple Leafs play? Or like yeah. 500 plus. At least yes. in that standing room awesome. for a regular a season game,
0: yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, is that 500 Canadian or US? Oh,
3: so that's, so that's like $30, yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: All no, right. 500 American dollars,
0: 30
3: bucks yeah. so in like, oh so yeah, like a, a molson, eh? So, like, so what is that, like, 575?
4: I'm gonna grab Canadian? some
3: molsons on the way into the barn, bud. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, let me, like, go by the house and uh,
0: get some yeah. <laughs> You Yeah. Skate on the rink in the backyard. They're made out of the garden hose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I have really. to ask this question only because I saw it in How I Met Your Mother. Are Canadians really afraid of the dark? Uh, what? I'm going to say no. Okay. Have, That's, wait,
1: what is this reference? I don't know. Canadians
4: are afraid of the dark?
0: dark? Yes. I, I heard it referenced in a TV show called How I Met Your Mother, and I thought it was hilarious. So I just had to I, know if Canadians were really afraid of the dark. I just had to ask because we were talking about Toronto. But, I yeah. want to know, do their heads actually flap like that when they talk?
2: Yes. That, yes. Is
0: okay. it. that <laughs> I figured. That, that,
4: that,
2: is, I was, that is accurate. They
4: also have square tires instead mm-hmm. of circle tires.
2: <laughs> Those <things> are things <laughs> Those are real, tires. Alex. Real weird once you cross that border. So
0: yep. get ready. Coming from somebody who's driven in that country, that is a fact.
2: <laughs> it's very
0: strange. No, yes. so,
2: uh, so my sister, who's the Canadian, she flew out to the TCU Michigan My game. My sister, the Canadian. Yeah, the Canadian <laughs> sister. Uh, but she went to a Maple Leafs uh, Coyotes game. And apparently the Coyotes, their arena is the college arena. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. It's they mullet, play.
3: It's called Mullet Arena, which is amazing because the Mullet family, uh, I'm assuming they're ASU boosters, donors, whatever. They paid for the facility. Okay.
2: So, so that's where they play Mo- like all the. time?
3: Yeah, that's well. That's where they're playing this year, and and maybe next year. Or is it just this year? Do you know? Okay,
4: uh, I'm not sure, but I will say this: the Arizona Coyotes and that whole situation have made me an Arizona Coyotes fan. Uh, Earlier this dude, year, TV. okay. Can
2: you explain? I'm I'm
3: intrigued. Look at our
4: TV right now. Oh yeah, wow.
3: I just realized I so I I always put sports on in the background and the Sharks are playing the Coyotes right now at Muller Arena. Molson yeah. Arena is oh, on the TV. Well,
4: earlier in the season, one of the fans, there was a brawl between some drunk college kids, you know, as is tradition here mm-hmm. at the <laughs> ASU Arena, and someone got their finger bitten off and oh, the shut CEO was the one to make the announcement about it, which I thought was really weird. Like yeah. usually, it's you know someone from marketing, but yeah, the like fact a, it's that it's like a PR see...
3: guy, like we strongly condone. Their, yeah. Strongly
2: do How did they condone... even? How did they even start that that press conference? Like right. <laughs> we
0: strictly prohibit any any biting of fingers. Yeah. And... Anybody who wants to pull a Mike Tyson and bite somebody's <laughs> dependent job. You announce our digits disagree. are down this year. But what did? How did the CEO address it then?
4: Uh, I honestly don't know. I just read that headline and read his quote about it. And I said, hmm, that's odd. Why is the CEO commenting on this and not, you know, marketing? That's if,
3: if you're the CEO of the worst team in the league and you play in front of 5,000 people on ASU <laughs> campus, <laughs> <in Florida laughs> Arena, I mean, I would I have would met. Hopefully, he just like took a swig of something strong and said, hey, fuck it. Don't get your finger yeah. off, bud. Yeah.
4: yeah. 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 Fucking figure it out. figure it out. Yeah. 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 So well, first we of all,
0: I mean let's let's be honest. I think five thousand people is being generous. No, that's, no, that's it, capacity. Yeah, that's capacity. Well, that's capacity. And actually they, they actually do sell out more often than not. Yeah.
4: It is a hit
0: among uh, the, Vince uh, Vaughn, the ASU Vince was that, kids. that game
2: she was at. I thought that was kind of funny.
0: Wait, Vince Vaughn was at that, that game?
2: Yeah, yeah. She was like she texted us. She's like, Yeah, Matthew's Weird arena, it's real small. She's like, right? Vince Vaughn's here. I was like, Dad. yeah. Well, you
0: can easily pick Vince Vaughn out of a crowd because he's yeah. Like he's seven like seven feet
2: tall. tall, and he
1: looks depressed. He does look very <laughs> sad all the
0: time. Yeah, well, his acting career has gone to shit, so it's probably wild. <laughs> that's true. It his, all went downhill after the Wedding Crashers. His yeah. hairline is departing rapidly. Hey, you know what? You know what? From all of us who have a receding airline, why don't you just sit there and shut the fuck up? All right, Ryan, you have fantastic <laughs> hair. You have easily above average hair, easily. That is the nicest thing you've ever said to me. I know. And Aww. And I'm being 100%, being recorded, 100% so. sarcastic on that one. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: we need to so. take photos of everyone's hair now.
0: Can't yeah, worry. yeah, yeah, you do. You, you Justin, <laughs> I, I don't know what kind of fucking Vidal Sassoon monstrosity you put in your hair, but it's like the... Thickest fucking like some like, bird nest of a hair I've ever seen.
3: It's a little bit of maple syrup. That's the secret.
0: Back. A little bit of maple syrup. You put it in there. What do you think keeps it up there? Slick,
3: right? <laughs> Justin, you I love lot. maple
2: syrup. What's going on? I love what? maple syrup. You got
3: some you locks I, going on? You got yes, some
2: lush right. locks. I've
3: got. I get. I get a haircut once every three months. I get the same haircut, and then I just let it grow out for like three or four months, and it gets like it gets crazy, stupid, out of control.
0: Let me tell you, when just when for when COVID first broke out, Justin turned into like some Grizzly Adams, like freak of a man. I he did, was, I didn't get it, <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. His hair <laughs> definitely had
3: some flow going for a little bit. There.
0: So, gone, I would say six months without a haircut, and I'm getting in the car to go down and visit. Like whenever he picks me up from the airport, I could barely fit in there because his house, his fro is so big.
2: <laughs> he's pulling like some naked and afraid shit, like.
0: Pretty yeah, much,
3: it, it could yeah. be. Contained. COVID got weird. COVID got weird for everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's,
5: there's, <laughs>
2: yeah it got that's weird.
3: Cool. I learned yeah, how to make tiki drinks at nine in the morning. That was my skill set that I
0: developed. Oh my god, dude! Did, did you know what, dude? You start
2: drinking I, at nine a.m. during COVID? I think, because
1: I did. It, I think that's when the, the day drinking started. Yeah, yeah. that's that's. Ladies, when
0: that's when do it do well, that's not
3: when it started. That's when it became acceptable.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's acceptable.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Ladies. I hope one day you also get to experience one of Justin's tiki drinks because fucking hell, it's going to break your liver.
1: Which is better, the old-fashioned or the tiki drink? Oh,
0: old-fashioned 100% because I feel less like shit the next morning. If you're just chilling and,
3: like, if you're just, like, drinking and watching a game or something, like, it's old-fashioned all day. Like, it's – Yes.
0: I've got the big-ass ice cubes too so it stays cold. Big, like, like, circle one. Yep, but if cool. you want shit to get weird, then make him make the tiki drinks. Then that shit gets weird real tiki quick. Tiki drinks are <laughs> delicious,
3: and you always drink them way too fast. And then you <laughs> have like –
0: They
2: are. They're so good. They're
3: so good. But you have three, and then you're like, what the hell happened? Like, I'm, I'm, all, I'm on all the floor all now. Like,
2: Why am I so sticky? There's <laughs> – yes. The whole
3: everywhere. kitchen's just covered in fucking fruit
0: juice. Shit yep. got weird after the tiki drink. And it's like – you know, somebody comes in the next morning and is like, oh, what fresh hell is this? And, you know, <laughs> yeah. just, something's on like fire. Said it got weird. Yeah.
2: Okay. no, I All right. We need to have these teaky drinks. We need to really have do
0: right? God Almighty. You really Bro, when you come out here next, you got to, you got to, yeah, you will what, make, it happen, make it happen. What's that going to be? We're going to make it happen. Yeah, there, When are you coming out? We're
3: going to come grace with your presence. As soon as the airlines get their shit together,
0: Oh yeah, definitely uh, wait for uh, Yeah, Southwest needs to get their shit together.
3: Is there anywhere at Disney to get a good tiki drink these days?
0: Uh, Funny you say that. Fun fact, at the Poly, right?
2: Yeah, so we we did a mono, we did our own like pseudo monorail bar crawl this past weekend. Yeah, but we oh, didn't nice. make it. Well, no, <laughs> we made it to. So the monorail stops at three resorts. We made it to two, um, only because this this damn tiki bar at the Polynesian. Yeah. The So you put your name in at two o'clock and then we were there at 209. The wait was two and a half hours to get in.
1: Yeah. And we had to wait in line to put our name down.
2: Yeah. So the tiki, so the tiki drinks were okay. I had like one that was in a pineapple that was kind of fun. Um, they were just like super sweet. I'm not a really big like sweet drink person. Yeah. But The I mean, other bar
1: we went to in Polynesian was really good. We had a, we had to, I mean, wait for our other table, so we went to. Yes, yeah, so we went bar. to
2: another bar to wait for that bar. Yeah,
1: and uh, <laughs> we went to a bar to wait for
2: a bar. Yeah, but it was
0: still sure so,
2: good
1: Justin, do you see
0: why we wanted to invite these girls on? That that is fucking brilliance summed up. Right <laughs> they know how to. Do
1: what are we going to do when we have to wait two hours? Find a damn drink. <laughs> yeah. So no, we these we
0: girls know to- their shit.
1: Right. We had at least, what, four of the drinks on the menu, and they were good. Yeah, we had several. Yeah. And you'll hear all about it in our next episode. So oh, yeah. I'm
3: looking forward to that.
1: A little plug
2: there. That's a – we had to – again, it was for the podcast. This is all – Yeah. It's
3: all, it's, for the all, yeah. it's all a write-off. For well, First of all, it's for the people. It, and second of all, it's a write-off.
2: We're giving the people what they want. Yeah. yeah so. Of
3: course. you got to take fun. care of your listeners.
0: That's right. <laughs>
1: We are, we uh, I have dubbed us the trial and error experts because we're going to try whatever nobody else wants to, except for the save and push pop. That's it where is. we draw the line. Yeah.
0: And then the error is how shitty you feel the next morning.
1: Exactly. My Disney hangover was like two days long. Yeah, I, know, I
0: know. I like, know. So, was that, so was this impromptu monorail crawl? Was that when I was at the 90s concert that I saw? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I got you. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We were on the monorail bar crawl while you were
0: jamming yeah, out I in got the you. 90s. Yeah. That's a so you butter.
3: you mentioned the push pop again, and I have to ask you, what's up with the stew at Epcot? I was completely unaware that they had stew at Epcot.
1: But mostly it's like really good,
2: but I heard it was good. I'm not going to eat stew at it's Epcot. It's just too hot. That's again where I draw the line. So what's
3: what's in it? Like what is it like a like a
2: It was that. Like? It was like so it was
3: stew or It rabbit was in stew? the
2: African Pavilion, which is a, a totally underrated pavilion. It's by actually the way. a really good spot. Yeah. So um, it's like
3: a blend of like a zebra, a zebra, a giraffe and a zebra stew. <laughs> <soup.
2: laughs> yes. Basically. Uh, yeah, I mean, wow. soup.
0: it was like wow. a curry
2: stew. It had like some potatoes and some corn and some curry and some but in that. But anything in a hot broth, because you could even
1: get like ramen and stuff in Japan. And I was yeah. just not feeling a hot soup on a 90
2: degree day. Yeah, no.
0: Yeah, and, that's a hard no for me too.
2: So like my, our first place, obviously we go is Mexico and we get margaritas and like the La Cava little, bar they have is the best bar on spot. Mm -hmm. Um, like you start off strong. Like you have like a good margarita, super tasty. You go to Norway, have some whatever Norway has, and then –
3: That seems like where they should have the salmon pop.
2: Right? So I actually get the beer in Norway. I like their beer.
0: but I Yeah, I like their beer as well.
2: Yeah, the beer is good. Then there's China. Again, sometimes it's a skip country. Sometimes it's not.
0: Hey, did you girls ever have the chips and queso at La Cava?
2: I have had it, yes, and it's super tasty. Oh, my God, tasty. it's so good. Yeah. I don't think so I've good. I think I've only ever gotten the drinks
1: there. I don't think I've ever had food.
0: Yeah, it, chips and queso is pretty good. Oh, so good. Anyways, yeah. continue. I'm sorry, go ahead. No,
2: and then... But, like, by the time I get to, like, I don't know, Africa, where it's like, oh, I can get some food, and the option right. is stew, I'm I'm, I'm not well. No. 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 I can go for some, some French fries or... Dick, I'm with some bar food by that point. Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh. Ooh, like Morocco's pita bread. Yeah. Um, I could have used like a whole freaking tray of pita yeah. bread from Morocco. Damn,
0: that, you know, that sounds good. Carbs and,
1: and alcohol. Yeah, carbs That's and right. alcohol. They go together so yeah. well.
0: Okay, and then uh, let me ask you this. Have you ever had the pizza in Italy? Yes. Oh, so good. So
2: good. <laughs> Do you mean like the pizza at the sit-down restaurant in the back?
0: Yes. yes. That one I've never had. Super actually. tasty.
2: Oh. One so of my good. like things, my favorite things to do in Italy, is you go inside that little like cave bar they have. I've and never you get done this. Limoncello shots. Yeah, you get that's Get a charcuterie a hard pass board and a bottle of the Rosa
0: Regala. Rosa- okay, so oh, so good. So Justin is, I shit you not, the world's biggest charcuterie fan you will ever encounter.
3: I love a good charcuterie
0: board. <laughs> he does. Justin, he was-
2: you seem like a bougie bougie bitch. Yeah. It's-
3: well, first of all, charcuterie is basically a religion. Second of all, yeah, yeah maybe I'm a little bit of a bougie bitch.
0: No, I'm Dick, well, I okay, like okay. it. Okay, breaking news. Uh, breaking news on Suspended Indefinitely. Justin has finally admitted that he's a bougie bitch. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, it's recorded, too. Time and date. No, time and date. 9.36 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesday, January 10th, All of a sudden on tape, too. <laughs> yeah, Justin has finally admitted that he's a bougie bitch. Oh, thank God. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit this out. I'm edit all yeah, this fine. Out.
2: Just <laughs> own it.
3: <laughs> It'll be on, I'm gonna, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sipping my white claw here, so yeah, cheers. Justin, <laughs> cheers. <laughs> white claw, cheers. Yeah, white claw, cheers.
2: Justin
0: that he's sipping his white claw. for sipping his Zima.
2: <laughs> I love it.
0: So when Justin comes out for uh, the next visit, I'm going to take him, when we go drink around the world, I'm going to take him to Germany. And then, have you girls ever been to Germany and had like, their sampler platter? Um, they have, like, all kinds of different bratwursts and meats and things that you
2: I've, can have. I've eaten at the Germany, like, restaurant where it's, like, the all-you-can-eat thing. And yes. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. Yes.
0: Yeah. We and
3: that's did that. Soak up the booze that's, too. that's where we had dinner when, when I was out there. That was awesome.
0: Oh, that's right. I did take you there. Okay, I Yeah, And they, so they, they had the
3: whole band with like the accordion going. Yes.
2: And like, oh, yeah. So like yeah. the really long like horn things, whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's that's yes. like, it's, a, it's, Honestly, so one time I did start drinking around the world. We started with our lunch there.
0: Oh, that's a bold move, Cotton. It, it
2: was. <laughs> I needed a nap. But after, like, you took a couple shots of whatever, you're like, all right, I'm good. I don't need to eat today. Yeah. the day.
0: You, you're I, you're I, able to rally pretty quickly.
2: Yeah. So
0: it was good. Yeah.
1: Actually, what we found, too, is uh, after – by the time we had made it to Italy, having that glass of Prosecco, like, woke us up. Those good. bubbles, yeah, the bubs, they yeah. really did – they did as well. We were able to finish strong after that.
0: Oh yeah. Now, now so okay, so that's good to know. Now, ladies, I got to ask you this: Is it just me, or do we just kind of automatically judge people that start at the France country when they're drinking around the world? Yes, they are judged. So yes, judged harshly too.
2: Yeah. I'm not above judging. Any, Wait, yeah. So starting they, in France, but that's if you're getting off the. That's if you go into Epcot at the back entrance. You yeah. Can start. Yes. Yeah. You,
1: yeah, but. Not yeah. many people do that, but if you start in Canada, I
2: will. I will judge you. First of all,
0: yeah. uh, What, I mean, what kind like of drinks drink is do they do they have the have international internet? gateway?
2: So, so Canada has a, has a like an apple drink. I don't know. It's like so. It's whiskey. It's like apple whiskey and something. Oh,
3: so beer. it's probably like a Crown Royal. Yeah,
2: yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Crown is Canadian, so yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Some so sort it, of... it, that's like the only drink they have. Don't be wrong. You know, I. I love the canadians but uh yeah like they don't have a bar they also they have, need to
1: update that part of the
2: the part that
1: that <coughs> country it just needs some updating there's not a lot of yes. it. yeah they have a they have us like a
0: there's steakhouse is decent in, and right. that's it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah what is real.
3: what is what does france have oh, france oh, has like
1: everything france has so they have the this is a very controversial debate Amongst the D three members, Ryan, um, yep. is it the lemon slushy with Grey Goose, or is it the Grand Marnier slushy? Oh,
0: it's or- the Grand Marnier slushy all day.
1: See, the- Ryan, he's right up there with the be
2: friends. Yeah. It is the Grey Goose slushy all day long.
1: Grey Goose, one hundred percent. Which one? Did true.
0: I just piss you both off by saying Grand A bit. Marnier? You just lost some points. Yeah, That's no, which okay, one first so First of all, good. that's a damn lie because I. So I think
2: have... so. One's made with Grey Goose and one's made with Grand Marnier. I and they the both gray... come out of a slushy machine. Yeah. It's the Grand Marnier is like super sweet and like it's a little. I don't know. Well, it's in goofy. my defense,
0: I've actually not tried the Grey Goose one yet. I've only ever had the gray, Grand Grand Monier. so I need to try the Grey Goose one.
2: Okay, so the Grey Goose it, it it's like a you know it's lime, it's literally a lemonade like a, slushy yeah, lemon, with like Grey Goose.
1: Slushy. Oh.
0: Okay, well I'm gonna have to try that next time I'm there. It's good.
1: That's our favorite thing to get in France.
0: Good. Well, I'm going to text you both as soon as I try it.
1: <laughs> you better. We want pictures to prove it.
0: I will. Done. <laughs> um, so let me ask you girls this, because I feel like, as we said, we judge people harshly if they either start at Canada or France, if you come in the international gateway from, you know, uh, the, the hotels in the Skyliner.
2: Yeah.
0: I feel like it's okay if you start at the UK. Because Rosen Crown is there and that's where Benny is. That's where
2: Benny is. Yeah. yeah. So I'm actually yeah. okay with that. But I'm not okay with like going from the UK and then going to Canada. I feel like it's UK straight to Mexico.
0: Yeah. Ah, I'll can go skip Canada. Yeah. So, boys, let me give you a little bit of a backstory. So, when the Disney Daydrinkers Club started <laughs> just over a year ago, that um, started with a group of people at a trash can literally right outside of the Rosen Crown. And mm-hmm. that was dubbed Benny and Benny is the unofficial mascot of the Disney Daydreamers Club, so. Oh, okay. That's perfect. Today. You guys have to make, like, plushies. Uh, Who well, says pins. we haven't?
2: Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we've got, we, you wouldn't believe the merch that we have. It's awesome. It's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, like
2: people uh, dying over this this damn trash can. People
1: yeah. love the trash can. Well, the trash oh, can yeah. got moved during the marathon and everybody lost their shit. Oh my God, my things
0: blowing <laughs> up with people going, where the hell is Benny? Where the hell is Benny?
1: I don't know if you noticed, but he's back home now. He's, oh he's really lost.
0: I was so worried.
1: I, we were all. Yeah.
3: Oh, we were all worried. Well, you um, you even said it on on one of your podcasts that the trash cans routinely turn into dining tables at Epcot. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense well, that there I've would never be a table.
2: Oh, I have. <laughs> yeah. Remember at Laheim. Oh, that's right. That one yeah. time. You know, and usually it's a trash can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Trash can. yeah. We just didn't realize
1: it, I guess, yeah. for a while.
0: So, everybody... So like whenever anybody who's in the club goes to Epcot and they're usually traveling in a big group and, and the people that are members look at the people who aren't members and say, excuse me, can you take a picture of me with this trash can? And they look at the person like, <laughs> what did you just say? Excuse me? Why the hell am I taking a picture of you with a trash can? And they're like, it's Benny. It's Benny. You don't understand. And everybody's like, yeah, I don't. Who the hell is Benny? And why are you taking a picture with the trash can?
1: Yeah, it's... It it's actually really funny. Yeah.
0: It really is. <laughs> yeah. the thing you get I love is it. Hysterical.
1: I love seeing the look on people's faces, but it's getting to the point now where like as you approach Benny, you see other people taking pictures of Benny. So like yep. the group is so big now. Like you, yeah. it, it's pretty it's hard to find people that don't know who Benny and, is. Yeah. Exactly. And then so, I, so
3: yeah. yeah. They so they Bell, probably confuse the trash can a lot with the Titans defensive
0: line. Oh, Probably. I just went there. Probably. oh, I can't believe you just went there. Oh, my God. Damn it. Oh. Justin, yes. I love this. Hey, I'm, 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 two, I'm two for two here. Yeah. yeah. That's debatable. Hey. Um, hey. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe you just did that. So, boys, a little bit of a, a, a little bit more of a backstory. So, the Disney Day Drinkers Club went from four people on top of Benny just having to put their drinks on top of Benny and just like chatting to 54,000 13 months later. I like it. Yeah. So, so how, did it, how did it grow so fast? Uh, Facebook and word of mouth and crazy events and all, literally all of the above. And I mean, it gets to a point where there's like maybe I, there's gotta be at least a hundred members, a uh, new members a day. And I was,
3: I, I think you invited me to their page, Ryan. So now yes. like, I see, you know, posts and photos and things like that pop up. And yep. I actually did see the event um, for, for Dapper Day recently, because you were tackling right. some of those photos. That was yep. a lot of people.
0: That was a lot of people. And, um, you know, it was it was great because as somebody like myself, who's a moderator in the group, it's always nice to put, uh, you know, names to faces of, of people that have posted before, and then we finally get to meet them at events. Um, it's also great making new good friends like Brittany and Chelsea and, um, you know, getting to tell the story about how we met at a Club D3 event. Now we're having a podcast exchange, right? Yeah, no, Mm -hmm. it's super cool. It's a lot of fun. I meet
1: somebody new every time. There's people in that group that I've known for 15, 20 some odd years. And then I'm just like, wait, you're here?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So when we hit 50,000 people, all of the moderators and admins posted a video in the group. And I think it was uh, my buddy, Tony, who mentioned in his video that, you know, all of us, you know, one one way or another have found either our best friends or our, you know, really good close friends because of this group. And it is so true. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, next time anybody, you know, whoever's listening or, you know, bro, next time you're out here, Alex, whenever you're out here, come hang out, dude. I mean, I, it's just.
4: You know, I going. spent the past year living in Florida before I moved back out here.
0: I That's know. It. I know you did. So, My grandparents you know, live gotta, in
4: Dunellen.
2: Oh, um, Dun- everybody
0: Dun everybody Allen. on the episode tonight has living oh, you're, in Florida, you're so
2: near Willston
4: <laughs> So yeah, how right many listeners do now. we have
0: in Dun Ellen tonight do you know Dun Ellen
4: Dun Ellen
0: Yeah well have- the uh, most
4: useless town in Florida probably Is there it, the internet? Well, do they have the, the internet a, in Dun Ellen? there's not much there. It's uh, there. not very good but yeah we do but have the how, internet
0: But okay so but in, like squeaks and
3: squawks and it's like you have to throw your AOL
0: disk in Yeah it's it's 56k Yeah so Oh modem
4: Correct. So they have and like yeah. 4G coverage and the there, they have they not
0: gotten a 4G coverage yet. We're just not like there
4: yet in Florida.
0: No, that's Got fine. It. <laughs> so, so, Justin, uh, or uh, so Alex, where would you equate Dunn-Ellen to someplace like Duval County? <laughs> uh,
4: where would I equate it? Jacksonville.
2: Like, where is it? Like, where, like
4: No, no. It's I, like I, two like, hours. Of... Well, everything is two hours from dunn Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> But is Dun ellen as useless as Jacksonville?
4: Oh. Listen. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Jacksonville. Wait. <laughs> that's they where make
0: he's going
1: with that. Yeah, they beat the Titans. Oh, they beat the Titans.
0: Yeah, oh, that's that's the Titans. Right yeah Jacksonville <laughs> has a playoff team. <laughs> Dun
3: ellen has. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, 56, the Urban eight. Meyer
0: effect is gone from Jacksonville now. Jesus oh. Christ. Thank God. <laughs> oh, you are talking to Justin. Oh, Justin is Urban Meyer's <laughs> number Does one fan. do you like
2: him? I loved
0: Urban Meyer. He brought oh, us a natty. Shut the,
2: shut the fuck up. up. Nobody loves Urban Meyer. <laughs> Justin, stop it. You can do I anything. Can't believe the words just came out of your mouth.
3: You can do anything except dropkick puppies if you bring Ohio State a natty.
2: Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: that may Justin
4: is really proud to have that be as you're a 10, I'm, I'm but. Ruthless.
2: He's very yeah, passionate, he
4: said, but uh, Urban Meyer is
2: though. a hot mess. And I'm you a big know Urban it.
3: Meyer guy. If, <laughs> if it was announced tomorrow that Ryan Day's fired for failing at everything the last two years and that we rehired uh, Urban Meyer. I'd,
4: I'd, I'd oh, be you'd call off work it. that day. I'd be all for it. <laughs> oh, my God. You're going you to forget is,
0: about uh, – no, you know, if, if Urban Meyer was rehired as the head coach at Ohio State, Forget about Florida man stories. Justin would single-handedly start the trend of California man stories. Oh,
2: <laughs> my God.
3: I would be fucked. he
0: hasn't already. I mean, I do I need
2: to list do. off the things that this this guy? I mean, come on.
3: He got, he got drunk at a bar and blackmailed and taken advantage of.
2: He also basically, like, I, I mean, I'm just going to put it out there. Aaron Hernandez, come on
0: oh no, i mean yeah. he didn't it's not like it's not like we we all know that he was
2: covering something up there He well and he
0: also it. brought the world tim tebow so you know there's that
2: tim tim just had jesus there the whole time yeah, that's true
3: And Aaron's yeah. over
2: no, there.
0: come on i
3: blame tim tebow for the way that aaron hernandez turned out i think that's pretty
0: obvious. <laughs> oh, oh my god i can't believe he just went there oh it's, I can't it's pretty clear
4: i'm gonna have to pray hard after this right yes after this We're
0: <laughs> Just for, all for all of stress. our souls We're up right, in here, here okay y'all need some jesus tonight okay
4: Brilliant.
0: yeah so okay so if that annoys you then you need to let justin tell you about his uh ryan day hashtag meat sweat theory well it's
3: it's not just a
0: theory i have a whole
3: <laughs> i have a whole spreadsheet I've, I've kept track of this i have a one to seven, i have a one to 67 scale of how i grade ryan day's meat sweat for each game do you and like Day? Ryan Day, he's there's there's nobody else that's available that's better for the job than Ryan Day is right now. That's how other than Urban Meyer. If there was somebody else, if there was somebody else who could do, I think, a better job, I would rather have that person. But outside of Urban Meyer, who I mean, honestly, like obviously is not gonna be hired by anybody anytime soon. I don't think anybody can do a better job than Ryan Day's doing right now. So that's no, why, I, I, totally, I agree with
2: that for sure. Yeah,
3: that's where like it's like you can't fire the guy, but when you break it down, going all the way back in the history of time, there's three goals at the Ohio State University:
5: <laughs> number Ohio.
3: one goal God. is to always beat that team up north. Number two is to win the Big Ten conference, and number three is to win the national championship. And Dude, Ryan Day, is- Ryan Day has failed at all three of those the last two years. Yeah so for me that's unacceptable that's a fireable effect i mean we had jim Tressel, who was the coach there when i was there
2: oh the coach. red sweater vest sweater, sweater vest. vest
3: and then he gets fired for a couple of tattoos and then
0: and terrell Pryor, but who's Well, we had <laughs>
3: We had Luke Fickle come in and Luke Fickle went uh 6 and 7 that year um or he 6 and 6 because Brady,
0: oh, he lost to Brady Hoke. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. He lost Brady the game Hulk, uh,
2: those were dark times for I had both yeah, teams. Yeah, you know why? because <laughs> Michigan
0: yeah, was were spending the well, was... Michigan's boosters were spending all their money on Brady Hoke's food budget, yeah. Brady
2: Hoke sounded like Catering. he was choking on a sausage every time he talked. <laughs> yeah,
0: because every time Brady Hoke would be at a press conference, he would be like, they off me, I'm starving. It was
2: so bad.
3: Yeah, the it was. 2011 was was, was not gone. good. But I mean, we yeah, yes. we had Luke Fickle, and he lost the game, and it wasn't. It was a winnable game. It was the first loss. I think if you go, it was like. Fifteen years or something like that. Yeah, and he lost. I think that if he won that game, he would have ended up the head coach. I don't think they really would have pursued Urban Meyer as hard as they did. But you know, well,
0: every every, I think, every yeah. I mean, but, this but is, now this we
3: all see what you know what Luke Fickle's gone on to do, and yeah. and probably will do at Wisconsin. And you know, obviously, it worked out with Urban Meyer. I think that just the circumstance worked out. It was a dream job for Urban Meyer and Ohio State was very much so in a a transitory period. And I think Luke Fickle even ended up staying on under Urban Meyer, now that I think about it, as his defensive coordinator. But the writing was on the wall. I mean, you're not going to, you know, be a part of a program that is going to hire somebody above and beyond you after you've been the head coach for a full season. It's not like he came in to kind of, you know, coach out the last couple of games. You know, he was there for a full season. And then, I mean, rightfully so, he left. And Urban Meyer goes on a hell
0: of a job at Cincinnati.
3: Oh yeah, I mean he's he's going to end up a hell of a coach at Wisconsin. Yes, Um, but I want to. So since we got you know unfortunately um, a Michigan fan or a couple Michigan fans
5: on the podcast,
3: what? (laughs) So is is Jim Harbaugh sticking around or is he bolting for the NFL? In your opinion?
2: You know, he had that interview with Denver. Mm -hmm. Um. I and you know this happened last year too.
3: It did and he turned it fight. into he turned it into a new contract with Michigan. He did. So is that he, the case again is he looking for uh, another
0: raise? Well, with the violations they have coming down the pipeline, I bet he's going to pull the Pete Carroll move and bolt to the first team that offers him a job.
3: That's the thing because at first it looks like okay, he bought a couple of, you know, recruits that were visiting campus. He bought him yeah. a couple burgers during COVID, and there was a no contact period. Yeah, and it sounded well. You know, depending on, think, him, on who you believe, it sounded like he ran into him at a restaurant, and he and he paid for their meal.
2: So I think he's keeping his. I, you know okay. I love Jim. I think Jim is mission. I think Jim has. Okay, he took a little bit these past two seasons. Phenomenal, love it. Um. You know, he played under Bo. You know, don't make me cry. Um, <laughs> but like, I think he might be keeping his options open. Uh,
1: I don't. Yeah, want- because
0: Denver and their right. No team in their right mind is going to pay a king's ransom to the New Orleans Saints to acquire Sean Payton there's that's no way Denver sure as hell's not going to because of all the crap that they gave up to get Russell Wilson so that's a pipe dream right there.
3: Well, if there was going to be one team it was going to be the Los Angeles Chargers because right. he's he's got some history there and yeah. it's it's a good fit with Justin Herbert and Sean Payton. Right. I mean, that's like a dream scenario and Sean Payton even said that you know that that would be kind of the one job um that that, that he would really be interested in but
0: now Well, you're forgetting a team. You're forgetting a team with him those what? damn Dallas Cowboys.
3: Well, Jerry Jones gave
0: Mike McCarthy the dreaded vote of confidence today. Right. And I'm telling you right now if Dallas loses this playoff game, he's going to fire Mike McCarthy real quick. He could.
3: He could. I mean, that yeah. that could be a destination, but it seems like for Harbaugh the Broncos are at least, you know, publicly the most interested. Yes. There was yes. some, there and, was some know, rumored interest there from Carolina, but then Carolina yeah. kind of said that no, that's coming from Harbaugh's camp. So that makes me think that it's Harbaugh It's just kind of trying to drum this up a little bit. I um, think
2: so. I think he might be being a little dramatic at the moment. Well, he's
3: always well,
0: dramatic. Oh, Jim Harbaugh. Dramatic. That was a
2: strange dude. Don't be wrong. I love Harbaugh, but he's a strange guy. Um, I love him. <laughs> that's what great. But thinking. like, you know, yeah, that's who he is. Um, yeah, so I, we'll see. I mean, I hope he doesn't, but if he does, it, I'm done with these rebuilding years. I'm over them for Michigan. I think these past two seasons have been amazing. Uh, we got Quorum. He's coming back. I, that
3: was surprising to see. That was interesting.
2: I'm really happy he is. I love, you know, obviously great player. Um, terrible to see him get hurt. I'm happy he's coming back.
0: I wish. And it's good I that the players would do that. Trapping. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, especially now with nil money, you know, a guy like Corum can make you know six to seven figures from yeah. boosters and supporters by going back to college. Or, I mean, he could go to the NFL, and he's probably a you know third round pick. Yeah. You know, and you know, and wait, there's
2: Moody's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It. We'll see. Either we'll
3: see. way, if if you go to the NFL, you're pretty much guaranteeing yourself a few million dollars, even if your signing okay. bonus isn't that big right off the bat. Like if yeah. you play in that league for you know the duration of your rookie contract, you're going to be a millionaire pretty easily. But now, like like Blake Corum, he's basically making a bet on himself. He'll get some yep. some nil money to, to come back and. He's basically saying, "Okay, I can go back, and even if I end up being drafted at the same position I was next year, at least I got to have another experience again at school. I got to, you know, have a healthy year, and he also I also gets made to go some, out on his some, own yeah, terms. Yeah, big deal. Yeah, and and he gets to make some some NIL money on the side. So now it's kind of turning into like that that NFL contract that's always going to be there as long as you perform and stay healthy. So he's basically making, you know, let's say he makes." you know, three hundred thousand in NIL money, which I think is on the low end. He's he's making a three hundred thousand dollar bet on himself that he's gonna have at least as good of a year next year as he had this year.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean as long as he keeps up what he had last this past season. Um I mean, again, I'm I'm happy he's he signed again. Let hopefully this injury doesn't hinder him. We'll see.
3: Yeah, it, it. I mean, he was going to try to play, and it doesn't seem like it's something major, because he was kind of flirting with the idea of of kind of trying to play through it, you know, a little bit. But yeah. I think he obviously did this the the smart thing. Um, Michigan is deep at running back. Uh, you know, I don't think that Blake Corum being out was a reason why they lost against uh, TCU at all. Oh know? no,
2: I don't think they. I don't even think they showed up to TCU. I mean, yeah. It, it was rough so I went to the, the Georgia Michigan game last year my no. um, mm-hmm. that was uh, that was rough times in the hood let me tell you um it it wasn't great but Michigan I ah, these bowl games are killing me so yeah I was gonna fly out and you know I, I can't spend that kind of money looking at their past history in bowl
0: games so So let me ask you this, because there's a player that I find to be intriguing, Uh, J.J. McCarthy. Love him. Put up some pretty decent numbers uh, against TCU. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: Now, has he declared for the draft, or is he coming back? He's not draft eligible. Oh,
3: he's not draft eligible. No, no, he's he's only 19, so he'll be back.
0: J.J.'s a baby. Mm -hmm. Oh, so for some reason, I thought he was a junior. I don't know why I thought that. Never mind.
3: No, so he'll he'll be back. Uh, he was a five star re- recruit. I think he was the right. first. Um, he was he was Harbaugh's first five star at quarterback, and I think he was Harbaugh's first five star overall. Yeah, you okay. know, JJ.
2: He originally wanted to go to Notre Dame, uh, mm-hmm. and then he uh, came over to Michigan. And I, I think that was JJ. when Brian
0: Kelly left for LSU, right?
2: I yeah, I believe so, but I okay. I, I love I love JJ. I think he's a good fit. Um,
0: so you actually also have two very impressive players uh, that I saw a little bit of tape on was uh, Donovan Edwards. Mm-hmm. um, Great running back. And um, uh, Ronnie Bell.
2: Yes. Oh, I love Bell.
0: Yeah, Ronnie Bell. Um, the numbers that he put up against TCU uh, were incredible. And, you know, TCU, I mean, granted, you wouldn't tell from, you know, the Georgia game, but... Um, <laughs> I mean,
2: that, that was... Uh, I- watching that Georgia game and then watching like that Michigan game it was just it, yeah I mean,
3: Mich- Michigan a- would have put up a better fight than TCU did in the national championship
2: i think I you're absolutely right. right yeah you know what honestly i w- i wish that the ohio state georgia game was the national championship game that game i've seen
3: definitely- that take a lot today that that was the real natty or whatever yeah, but, that
2: game was down to the wire. Do I think, obviously, Ohio State should have been there? You know, obviously, being a Michigan fan, of course not. I don't um, think
3: we should have been there either. I mean, we we backed in. We got extremely lucky. Like, those I, were
2: some – yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't that think was, that we should have been there.
2: Those couple days were were rough, but for you guys, just waiting it out, you know.
3: Yeah, and, I mean, obviously, you can't put uh, USC in there after a second loss against Utah. Yeah. Correct. So it's like, you know, Tennessee had a loss, um, a bad one. Yeah. Uh, Clemson had a couple bad losses in there, so it's like, yeah, like what do you do? Well, I guess we put Ohio State in at number four, yeah. And that game against Georgia on New Year's Eve—that was everything There's, that the college football playoff should be. It should be. a if only, chance.
0: if only you had made that last field goal right as the ball dropped, that would have just been incredible.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that, that that really would have been that that would have been crazy right at midnight, you know, and it goes through. But at the same time, it's it really is kind of justified because the way that Georgia played last night, how can you say <laughs> that they're not, you know, the true national championship?
2: No, you're right. And if you we end up
3: against Ohio awesome. state against TCU, a four against a three and TCU had a couple close calls and the, just the way that the TCU played, I mean, people are mm-hmm. already saying it was, well, statistically it was the worst loss ever for a bowl game. Um, if you just look at the final score.
2: Well, yeah. Well, Georgia put up the most points, what in the first half that any other teams mm-hmm. ever put up in yeah. in college football and in, in the national
0: championship game. So. Well, mm-hmm. how much you want to bet that that's why the ratings were so low? Is because everybody saw that the doors were getting blown off in the yeah. first half. They're like, I don't want to
2: watch this game. It's boring. I know who's going to exactly. win.
0: Exactly. And
3: it's 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 not like. You have the University of Texas in there. You know, it's TCU who doesn't have a big national following. I think after what they did against Michigan, everybody wanted to see them win because they're the underdog and it's a cool story. But they don't have the diehard fan base. You know, after the first quarter and certainly after the first half, you're kind of looking at TCU like, ah, well, okay, it was fun while it lasted. You know, congratulations to Georgia.
2: Yeah. You guys made it really far. You know, good for you guys. It was.
3: so one last question, and I'll let you guys go. I know it's getting late out there in Florida. Um, <laughs> but after that game, is Stetson Bennett an NFL draft pick at this point?
0: Yes.
2: Six. Can he be? I mean, is he still eligible with his age?
0: He yes, is. he is because he's eligible. He's got NCAA eligibility, so he can declare, yes.
3: Yeah, he has Social Security eligibility as well.
0: Well, because exactly. he's
2: program, his but- ARP but- magazines are coming in the mail. I mm-hmm. think it's ready. I think he's, he should go
3: i get joe those I, they actually started sending me those and they actually he, they have good deals on car insurance so just
0: <laughs> keep an eye out. out when um you <laughs> can right when, well when joe burrow declared he was 24.
3: yeah because
0: yeah because so he was, he Bennett, was another yeah, he definitely six-year up. guy yeah i definitely think yes
2: uh, i say yes
3: so i said Classy. last week i said that stetson bennett is not a draft pick i said that somebody will sign him just to have him around and have him in the room but now
0: you're looking, sitting there in your wrongness and you're wrong
3: well so so tcu <laughs> legitimately has one of the best corners in the entire country In sets first bennett, rounder, he threw, no yeah he threw right at him all game long yes and he he stretched the field he was accurate in the red zone he didn't turn yep. the ball over he scrambled out of the pocket um, he had a rushing touchdown mixed in there, uh, maybe two. I, I forget. I mean, he's he's athletic. I think that he has the arm talent. There's obviously questions about his size. There's some questions about his age, but you know, twenty five. Yeah, but those were the questions that people had about Joe Burrow. Exactly. Yeah. And and look at where where we are with him. But right, Joe Burrow was a surefire first rounder. If you if you put Stesson Bennett in Joe Burrow's
0: body, that's the first overall pick. Well, and I'll tell you something right now, Stetson Bennett's got all those NFL GMs going, damn, what do we, what do, we do now? I think that
3: he's worth a six or seven-round pick and, and maybe even higher at this point. Right.
0: Well, that's where all the values are. What about you, Chelsea? Do you think Stetson Bennett's going to go?
2: I don't know. Do <laughs> Sure. Sure. Same same same. Yeah. I'm oh. gonna say, yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. So
3: I know <laughs> that, that the I'm contracts –
0: Brittany told me to. So Uh, Tennessee Titans are bust for Stetson Bennett, right? What'd you say? Tennessee Titans are bust for Stetson Bennett. (laughs)
2: Hey, they They need need a
0: quarterback. That's not a bad idea. That's honestly not (laughs) a bad call. That's not Not a bad call.
2: Yeah.
3: If Stetson is sitting there in the fifth or sixth round, and if you're the Tennessee Titans, you say, "Fuck." You're
4: giving up on Liberty's Malik Willis already. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, he worst like case dogs. scenario.
3: <laughs> worst case scenario. Stetson Bennett will push Malik Willis to at least live yep. up to his potential.
0: Yeah. Yep, he's not I mean, a bad yeah, guy to have around. Take, so, two, well, he's going to take the Zach Wilson mentality, and he's going to make the whoever quarterbacks the Jets sign a living life a living hell. So I'm sure Malik Willis will be like, oh, I'll do that too.
3: So obviously, the jury is still out on both of these quarterbacks, but Stetson Bennett listed at five eleven. You know. Is he or isn't he? We don't know. Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson, the fourth and fifth shortest NFL quarterbacks of all time. And right now they're playing on contracts that are north of $200 million. Yeah. We're not sure what the end of those contracts is going to look like. They haven't started very well for either player.
0: Boy, that's one way. It actually hasn't even started for (laughs) Kyler Murray. It actually
3: hasn't even started for Kyler Murray. But if you look at Sesson Bennett – you know 511 5'10, whatever he is i think that you 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 do kind of have to take that out of the equation because russell wilson did tremendous right, things right. you know yeah
0: be, I, think he 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 seal. I mean he's, well i also i also want to find out you know who arizona is going to hire for kyler murray now that they fired ryan gosling i mean cliff kingsbury so <laughs> you know
2: yeah no i i don't think you can you know i think that should take be out of the equation at this point um it, he's he's showing he can do
0: Uh, let's see and then you know we can all collectively cringe together next time russell wilson says broncos country let's ride jesus christ gross yeah Uh, i know we all collectively just (laughs) i'm a chargers
3: guy and i can't stand the broncos they're just i mean raiders i can't i really can't stand the raiders i think that they're the Bolts up baby bolts up bolt up bolt fam but, like, the Chargers. Broncos are a close second.
0: Jackson, Chargers. Duval. Duval. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I had to do it. I had to do oh, it. I... There are guests. I had to do it for our guests, fellas. Relax. Mm-hmm.
2: Is it because we're guests? Is that why?
0: No, it's also are because we... I know that I can feel Brittany wanting to punch me through the collar. Right
2: so. I said uh, Saturday, 8, 15. Let's go.
0: Down. I'll see you at City Works. Let's do it. <laughs> Chelsea, are you coming too?
2: Where are we going? Oh, well. Uh, City Works.
0: So we I can antagonize Brittany during the
2: playoff will. game. Watching the, I'll be watching the games. Well, I, I actually got invited to go to the game in Jacksonville, which I can't make, unfortunately. Yeah. But.
0: Well, come to Brittany, Chelsea, come to City Works, and then Chelsea, we can antagonize Brittany during the uh, playoff game.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> Chelsea loves it, I, so it's fine. I mean, it's drinking at Disney, so I'm there for it.
3: <laughs> Love it. So Love who it. do you who do you think uh wins that game between the Jaguars and the Chargers Saturday night? Oh yeah. The Jaguars.
2: Interesting.
0: Damn. The Present your sides, both of you.
2: Jags. We're, we're, yeah, we're gonna do it. It's, take it's, your it's case. always been the Jags.
0: All right, I'm gonna take the Chargers. Not Obviously. just because
3: not just because they're my team and I'm a fan the chargers got embarrassed when these two teams met in the regular season and the way that they're playing now they're they're healthy now they have some key players back
2: they want revenge
3: they want revenge and that's kind of when you look at the chargers season that is like the sore spot that stands out like there's a there's a loss you know in Kansas City to the chiefs in there uh there's a loss to the seahawks in there which also kind of stands out but the seahawks yeah. ended up as a as a playoff team as well so you're like okay, you know, whatever. There's a loss at San Francisco in there that was a a tough defensive game. There's a loss against the Chiefs at home only by one possession. Um, Actually, both losses against the Chiefs were were by a field goal. Um, You've got a loss on the road to the Raiders that was a a huge disappointment when it happened, and that kind of looked like, you know, really the end of the playoffs, hopes. Then they go on a run of four wins in a row. They lose to the Broncos last week, which, didn't really matter um Brandon Saly played his starters which I thought was insane uh with how injury prone the Chargers have been but you know we'll we'll get in, in, into that um but that's you know that 38 to 10 loss to the Jaguars that one really sticks out and it was <laughs> it was week 3 i well, think Well let's be honest
2: both teams it, you know, are
3: completely different than they were week 3
2: Yeah the Jags are the Jags we we don't have the best records it's you know a lot of teams go in there and they're like yeah we're gonna win um that i mean that let's face it that's what it is yeah Uh, it can be yeah that's that's a huge loss for a team
0: so well so Brittany, you and Justin are gonna watch for the football aspect whereas me and chelsea and probably alex also are going to be watching for you know which quarterback has the better hairstyle trevor lawrence or justin herbert Oh, oh, that's, a good, done that's done. a good one. <laughs> okay. I mean, it, I don't know why both of those guys have not been signed to do commercials for a shampoo. Oh, Panty brand. Pro v. They need to hit him up. So yeah, it's pretty
3: clear him. that Trevor Lawrence cares way too much about his hair. Yes.
0: Head and Shoulders needs to get their shit together He's and sign beautiful- both of those guys now. He definitely beautiful. brings a straightener on the road, probably several. Oh, for that hair You know done. what? jealousy like is not a good look on you bro I, I know you're jealous of Trevor Lawrence's hairstyle and I don't know I'm jealous I'm jealous, of, I'm jealous of
3: Justin Herbert's because Justin Herbert you know. doesn't is, give a shit he, he does nothing good. he just takes his helmet off and throws it back and it looks that way for Justin Herbert
0: well <laughs> and I can see why <laughs> oh, okay. you would like that because you also <laughs> don't There's give so a shit that. about your hair so I don't no absolutely not Yeah, it's it's a huge
3: inconvenience
0: yeah <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's true Well, ladies, uh, it has been an absolute privilege having you all on with us this evening. Um, It's been great.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: Boys, do we have any other questions for the girls before – oh, I got one. Uh, Ladies, uh, can you uh, preview your next episode? What can we expect when we're listening to the next round of the Boozy Mouse podcast?
1: So our next episode is – Probably going to be recorded uh it'll probably be like another week and a half or so before it's out but it's okay. everything we did over this weekend so awesome. bars we went to restaurants we went to yeah the uh, animal kingdom we rope dropped that we rope dropped animal kingdom the monorail bar crawl hit and miss um is it worth it is it not um we have a, okay. a bar shout out which is going to be fun so.
0: awesome <laughs> awesome well uh, we all very much look forward to that. And, um, you know, we really just cannot thank you enough for coming on with us tonight uh, here on the Suspended Indefinitely podcast. Um, it has been a treat. And, ladies, I am thoroughly enjoying getting to know you all and hanging out with you and becoming really quick, fast friends. And I'm sure now the boys can say the same because we've all shot the shit for almost an hour and a half. So,
3: <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, we're... Thank yeah, you so much a- for, for coming on. And um, yeah, looking forward to continuing the uh, the conversation for sure in the future. Um, and, and the three uh, of us. Go Chargers uh, me on Senator.
0: Yeah. Let's go, Jags. Me and Justin and Alex are also looking forward to going on Boozy Mouse whenever we can get out. Yeah,
1: we can wait. Yeah, we'll have you guys on soon and we'll get together and figure out a date.
0: Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Well, ladies, have yourselves a wonderful evening, and uh, we will catch up soon. All right. All right. Thanks. You too. Audio. Right. Bye. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. All right. Well,
3: that was uh, the host of the Boozy Mouse podcast. Find it on Apple Podcasts. I'm sure it's available wherever podcasts are. Um, check them out. It sounds like fun. It's 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 a fun uh, podcast. It's lighthearted, uh, very easy to listen. Yeah, uh, they were fun. They drop uh, episodes uh every few weeks it's listed as monthly under apple Podcasts, but um you know it's it's really whenever they just have an excuse to go out and uh drink around the world at disney world or if disney has any other events um it sounds like fun it's a lot of social events and things like that uh disney day drinkers club if you're around the disney world area check them out on facebook as well very fun group of people um ryan you're you're, you're, you're still with us right here
0: yeah I'm here. What you got? sweet
3: well, I mean, obviously, we still got to get into you know NFL talk. Um, Cover right away. Covered college football. There's not a whole lot to talk about there um, with a 65 to seven game. There's there's no take that we're going to introduce. It's going to be earth shattering. So I want to move on to the NFL. Wait, no,
0: no, no. I have an I have a uh, an earth shattering take. And oh, okay. Jets Dolphins game was dog shit.
3: Yeah, that was. Well, it was funny because that was like the one game that mattered for the chargers and or not for the chargers fuck for the steelers and i was i was interested i have some friends that are steelers fans and i didn't necessarily care if the steelers ended up in the playoffs or not i was actually probably rooting against them right specifically because kenny pickett is not only a gloves guy as a quarterback he's a clear visor guy As a quarterback and that's just you just can't do that it's an
4: ea creative player
3: yeah he's he's a creative player he uses all of the gear rewards that you get (laughs) in madden and he's a clown so i don't like him but it would have been chaos if the sealers it really would have been chaos if the sealers the packers and the buccaneers uh ended up in the playoffs after the season that they had um that didn't happen but for a while it was setting up you know kind of for that to happen so you ended up with a scenario where you have the worst game of the weekend one of the worst games of the season it ended oh. it ended 6 to 11. like what what NFL game ends 6
0: to 11. <laughs> but dude that made me so angry the, like, the eyes of the
3: nation are game. on this game just to find out what's gonna <laughs> happen with the Steelers it was incredible
0: yeah, imagine being one of the guys that bet on the game. Is like, I'm going to bet on one of the teams to have it 11 points because that's going to sway my spread. Yeah, please.
3: It reads like a bad soccer-friendly. Like,
0: No, that reads like a bad – bat. there's a basketball <laughs> joke in there somewhere. I just can't find it.
3: There's always a basketball joke in there.
0: I know. I know.
3: But I, Dolphins over the Jets, 6-11. to 11. The Dolphins needed to lose this game in order for the Steelers to get in um that didn't happen the Steelers the Steelers against the Browns was actually entertaining football I don't know Dude, why um I
0: can't believe you just threw the words Browns and entertaining in the same sentence what is the matter with you how many old fashions are you in right now
3: I know I was just gonna say That's I true. need another Scotch after saying that but yeah oh you're
0: having Scotch oh no, yeah. okay. well, see so are you so are you we we have to be bougie great. bitches together well, that's true. Boozy bitches for life.
3: Okay. Yeah, we're not doing that. Um, but it was, it. it was interesting watching it. You know, honestly, for some reason, the Jets and the Dolphins, that was the local game here in Palm oh. Springs, and I wanted to throw my f- through the television because why the was that that's why it was the game. I don't, I don't know. I was trying to figure that out, and the only thing was like, well, I guess at the time, in the early window, it had the most playoff implications. So that's probably why. But – it ended. I mean, I think it was the only game going on that Red Zone Channel was showing at one point at the end of the early window. That's just um, depressing. The other national window that was showing that I think was showing that Steelers game flipped over uh, to the Jets and the Dolphins, and yeah, that was that was bad football. But ultimately, that's that's just depressing. Ultimately, if you don't if you don't want to hang your season on the Jets and the Dolphins. You have to right. play better than nine and eight, and you have you have to be better than four and four at home, which is what the Steelers were. And I still don't know if the Steelers have an answer at quarterback. I mean, create-a-player attributes aside, I'm not sold on Kenny Pickett. Um, I don't think anybody's sold on Kenny Pickett, dude. That guy he's got tremendous that. passion, but I don't see the instincts. I don't no. see the intangibles. Nope. I don't see the skills.
0: Well, he's also got big shoes to fill, you know, you know, filling in for big ben. So I'm sure there's a little bit of that as well.
3: And and he's a completely different style of, of quarterback. And I, I think that for him to be successful you have to get him outside the pocket and you have to throw some trickery in there you have to throw some yep. rpo in there which is like ass
0: backwards from mike tomlin's you know completely
3: and it's not at all how the sealers are built the sealers are built from the offensive line back and they, yeah. they've always had phenomenal like world-class running backs Dude, you've got harris back there back you know he yes. had a bit of a down year this year yep. um the offensive line didn't perform the way that you're used to well, seeing the Pittsburgh offensive line, offensive line, line perform before. Well, well, if I remember correctly. You still got Kenny Pickett, who I don't think he can be a pocket passer. I think that even if you have an offensive
0: line, you still have to get him outside of the pocket, and obviously that clashes with what Najee is able to do. But wasn't wasn't the Steelers' offensive line pretty banged up over the course of the year? If I remember, they had some serious injuries problems.
3: Yeah, but it's still no excuse. I mean, it's, no, I know, it's, you're right. it's the way that the team is built, and it's yes. not built right now for what, Kenny Pickett needs to do as a fairly one dimensional quarterback, in my opinion. Right.
0: But, but what can, so I think of Kenny Pickett, okay? And I think I'm willing to bet, granted, I am in no way, shape, or form saying that this is true. This is just my opinion. I'm betting Mike Tomlin looked at the GM of the Steelers and went, Really? You picked this guy to be the quarterback? Really? I mean, it was, uh, it was a
3: popular pick. Yeah, you know he's he's coming out of pit. He had that one run where he runs down and he fakes the slide, right. yeah. and then you know he keeps going. And he he wanted to win, and he was able to lead his college teams to wins almost single handedly. I just think and it looks really good on to be tape.
0: Too flashy.
3: Yeah, I mean it, it looks really good on tape, but you also have to consider the competition and. Yeah. I think that he's being exposed right now. I'm not saying that he can't, you know, necessarily overcome all this, but if you're looking at the Steelers, you know, as a potential playoff team, with Kenny yep. Pickett going into it and, you know, a nine and eight record overall, that's just that's not really a recipe for success over
0: and over and over. No, man, you're right. I'm with you on that one. Alex, what do you think?
4: I mean, last week I did like Kenny Pickett. I talked a bit about how I like his connection with George Pickens, and I think that's something that they can build off of going forward, but I still think it's way too early. Um, You know, he didn't start the season under center. You had Mitch Trubisky, and um, he's kind of, you know, holding a clipboard and learning, and I don't think that's the quarterback you want to learn from, so... I think it's just going to take an off season of learning the playbook and getting used to his offensive line and and other personnel that maybe he hasn't had the full experience with yet. And okay. we'll come back, you know, next season after the preseason and ask the same question because I don't think it's really fair yet um, to say that Kenny Pickett is or isn't the guy um for i mean reasons other than the the clear visor and the double gloves thank you but yeah um other Gosh. than that i mean it's just too early to tell
0: yeah, i mean that's like the quarterback <laughs> equivalent of like training wheels and you know floaties in a pool yeah yeah, that's, I hear what you're saying there, dude. That's a, that's a really good point.
4: They invested, you know, what was the eighth overall pick or something like that? Yeah. So,
0: yeah, he was the first rounder, mm-hmm. definitely. I can't remember where exactly, but you might be right. I think he was definitely top. Maybe 10. it
4: was 25. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, he was a first round pick, and I think he's going to get a little more time. Hopefully, yep. anyway.
3: 20th pick. I'm with pick. you on that one. 20th. 20th pick. Still a top 20 pick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not it's sure respectful. who else is available. To pick, But I mean, that's, that is like, I mean, Denver drafted Tebow. What fifteenth overall? No, it was uh, like twenty-five. Twenty-five. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you're you're kind of right there. Yeah. Not
4: not the same comparison. That's Where Stetson Bennett's going to go next year? Oh yeah, clearly. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, scouts uh,
3: scouts had much higher grades overall on Kenny Pickett yeah. than they did Tim Tebow.
4: Oh yeah,
0: but right. well, it's- Kenny Pickett can actually throw the ball with velocity, whereas Tebow can't.
4: Yeah. So, Tebow's new uh, arm. Uh,
3: Tebow, yeah. though, the interesting thing about Tebow is if you go back and I I didn't really notice this I didn't because it was a long time ago but if you go back and if you watch tape if you slow it down and if you actually look closely when as soon as especially out of shotgun when he receives the ball in shotgun and he turns his hips if you freeze frame it right there at that moment and if you look at his hands he's not wearing any fucking gloves
4: uh, I knew. I knew this was a long, uh, drawn a out, waiting for the punchline. That's
3: why. Yeah. That's why I think that Tim Tebow still, to this day, has more of an NFL future than
0: Kenny Pickett. He doesn't realize yeah, I, 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 I he was gearing,
5: the clear
3: advisor
4: guy. I was they, gearing they up. They for both overthrow gratuity. their receivers by ten yards, though.
0: I I knew you were gearing up for a gratuitous shot against. <laughs> Kenny Pickett. That's yeah. So I'm here's gratuity. our collective
4: groaning, <laughs> and we move on.
0: And we move on. <laughs> so.
3: I want to talk about the San Diego, the, well, the San Diego, the Los Angeles. San Diego, the show. <laughs> Okay. To be fair, the last time that they made the playoffs, they were in San Diego. Oh, okay. Well, fair. that makes sense. I think is that accurate? I'm going to say that's Bull accurate. up, baby. So the other storyline in the, you know, around the NFL today, outside of, you know, who, who didn't make the playoffs in that horrible Jets and Dolphins game and everything going on with the Sealers because I think the and Steelers – And
0: outside of Justin Herbert's hair, but, you know. Yeah, right. and outside of
3: the Packers, which we'll get to. Sorry, Alex.
4: Sorry, right, I got plenty to say about that.
3: Oh, see, there we go. That's why we're saving it for last there, bud. That will be. <clears throat> but the other interesting storyline revolving around the playoffs is the Ravens lost their game in the early window, so that yeah. locked – that locked the Chargers into the number five seed all week long to his credit. I think when it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and you're out there in the media and you're projecting confidence. And if you're Brandon Staley and you're saying, Hey, I'm going to start our starters. I don't want that lull. I don't want that gap. I want us to stay sharp. Yes. We've had some injury concerns throughout the year, but we're finally healthy now. And we need to establish some rhythm going into the playoffs you can say that it sounds really good on tape it sounds great at practice i think that the players want to hear it justin herbert even said like he wanted to play regardless, he's a competitor um but when it really comes down to it and you you know the results of the games in the early window you know that the ravens lost you know that you're locked in uh and the ravens actually didn't play a lot of their starters so they were even looking ahead saying hey we're already in the playoffs fifth or sixth seed doesn't yeah. really matter to us. So you have all of that information. You still go out and you play all of your starters and it results in Mike Williams getting hurt, um, not being carted off the field, but being carted back to the locker room area. And it, uh it results in Joey Bosa coming out with an injury as well. Both players we know now are slated to play, but it's a distraction at the very least, or it's a major injury concern, you know, at its worst because we don't know exactly how healthy, you know especially Mike Williams his injury looked looked right. worse uh, it was a back injury which you can Well never Mike Williams lose. has also
0: had injury problems I think over
3: the course of the oh, year happening he? he's missed time this year Keenan Allen's missed time this year right. um
0: if Brandon Taylor gets yeah, fired... missed time this year
3: yeah i mean it's it's things like this yeah he goes if for it Brandon Staley
0: gets fired it's going to be for incompetence well he
3: goes for it on fourth down almost more than anybody else in the league mm-hmm. i know that it came right. down this year versus last year i think they were First or second in the league last last year, this year they're seventh. And how often they go for it on fourth down? But going for it on fourth down, that's a statistical decision, and that's a field decision. You can feel like okay, you know, we're winning the line of scrimmage. Let's go for it. Or you can say, okay, you know, the numbers say that in this area of the field, with our field goal kicker or our punter, we should go for it here. That you can quantify. Yeah. playing players that are already injury prone that are finally healthy finally okay i get it you want to get reps but by the time that that mike williams injury happened you would gotten your reps you don't need to win this game in fact they didn't yeah. even win this game so what is the point it's different playing with statistics than playing with your players health
0: yep you're absolutely so right dude that's i mean but you know what you're um but Everything that you just said, I, I mean, I only say it like that because ah. I literally I have nothing else to add.
3: Lamp agrees.
0: You know, I mean, the way you said that, uh, I think perfectly perfectly sums up, I think, not only what you think, but what a lot of people think.
3: It was interesting. I was, I was glad that he took the approach of, no, we're going to play the starters. We're going to keep the, the momentum yep. going because you see it in all sports. It's the dreaded long layoff. You see it in baseball. You see it in, in hockey. You see it in football. I mean, a lot of people said, hey, you know, uh, actually Stetson Bennett said it last night after the Georgia win about the Ohio State game. He said that they were stale coming out because they sat too long before they played Ohio State. And with this game, they didn't have that long layoff and they were a lot fresher. And the, the offense goes out and puts up 67 points. So there is something to be said about staying fresh. But when you already know, okay, go out, treat it like a preseason game. Go out. Get your reps and you know, get your starters out of there and keep them healthy and get them ready for next week. Yep. Um, the other thing that was interesting was during the preseason, uh, when Joey Bosa was missing preseason games and uh, Keenan Allen was missing preseason games, Brandon Staley came out and he said, Oh, it's the preseason, you know, it's meaningless reps, it doesn't matter, those guys don't need them, they're going to be healthy when it counts, but or not healthy, but they're going to be ready when it counts. So now you're kind of flipping that whole concept on your head, and you're saying, well, no, the meaningless snaps count just to keep everybody fresh and on the field together. So it's like, which one is it? And I'm not saying it's like a fireball offense. I think that all of, you know, Bolt up Nation is, is happy with the performance that Brandon Staley has put in at the end of the year, and I think his job is secure, but it's just another interesting risk
0: that he doesn't need to take, which has kind of become the norm for his career. Right. Okay. I mean, listen, dude. I, 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 mean, I don't know as much about the Chargers as you do because I don't watch them. I'm a Niners guy. That's pretty well documented by now. But when you break it down that way, you break it down in a way that just makes me think. Well, I literally got nothing else to add because that you covered all the bases, and I think the way you thought it through is very accurate. Um, I think Brandon Staley has has done just enough to merit a little bit of leeway, but the Chargers had better start winning and winning quickly next season. Otherwise, he's going to be in trouble.
4: I think Alabama punter J.K. Scott is doing a great job. He he yeah. is
0: statistically actually one of the better punters yeah. in the league this year. So you had, you had to throw that in there, didn't you? you I had selfish to. Selfish bastard.
4: I'm a big J.K. Scott guy, former yeah, are Packer. You? Well,
0: right. kickers, aren't, kick, kickers aren't real football players. We so have J.K. Sad. Scott.
3: We have Dicker the kicker. Yeah. I mean, our special teams game is pretty strong. You know like, what, I would get give... that's two very strong personalities in the special yeah. teams games. There's sure. only two
0: kickers in the NFL that I actually really care about right now, Daniel Carlson because he's an Auburn man, and Dicker the kicker, because he has the greatest kicker name of all time.
3: After Kicker Bowl 2022 and the way that that ended up for me, I only care yep. about Ticker the Kicker. I've I was going
0: to say, I think Daniel Carlson's Carlson. dead
3: to you. He's dead to me. He's on my no-draft list already for next year in yeah. fantasy football.
4: You lost the third place because of him.
3: Well, I lost third place because um, Daniel Carr. Daniel Carr.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, <Cara> Car- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, uh, out of principle, refused to draft any Alabama kickers ever since the Kick Six game. You know, because they can't kick in big situations. Oh, sorry,
4: they're not making the NFL.
0: Anyway, yeah, they're so. they're not they're
3: not making the, the NFL at all. But, yeah, uh, anyway, don't to worry about that. Sunday Sunday leagues for them.
0: Not yeah. not yeah, like yeah, yeah. the
3: Natty, not the XFL. Maybe the CFL. Is there
0: kicking? In I mean, the I CFL? used to make jokes. Gosh, I, I make couldn't jokes tell you. I don't,
4: I don't know either. what Canadians do.
0: Well, boys, I used to make jokes about Alabama quarterbacks not making the NFL, and then Tua had to go and screw that up for me, and then Mac Jones followed, you know, so, uh, shortly behind. So, hey,
3: Tua is Tua is talented. Dolphins need to do something yeah. about
0: that offensive line. Holy shit! Yeah, you yeah. yeah, What you know? What though? Mac Jones needs to do something about his bitching. Mac Jones.
3: That's another issue. Baby back on bitch. That here.
0: Did the Patriots have an outside was- chance at making the playoffs? They're, no, they did. because Mac Jones has the mother of all dad bods, and he's going to quickly go the route of Jay Cutler and be a lazy piece of crap. I'm calling Quit it
4: right on now. Michael McCorkle Jones. Okay.
0: I yes, I am because he strikes me as the next Jay Cutler, a lazy, useless <laughs> piece of crap that does nothing.
4: Well, that's because Jay chooses that. Who has
3: the better career, Kenny Pickett or Mac Jones? Oh, Kenny Pickett.
0: I'm saying that out of spite because I Man, can't Man, that's stand Mac tough. Jones.
4: Because like Mac Jones's career could be over next year. Well, uh, he stubbed his
0: toe basically, and then didn't he have to get carried out of the game crying in pain? Yeah,
4: he lebron'd it. Um, yeah, he
0: lebron it big time. And then you know, sorry, we that's our one and only uh, basketball reference for tonight.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna but, go. I'm gonna take Kenny Pickett in that one. He's yep. gonna do a little better. I think, I think, career-wise. Maybe not much, yeah. but better than Mac Jones.
3: All right, Ryan. Well, who's, who has a better NFL career, Mac Jones or Jared Stidham?
4: <laughs> God, that's tough, dude. No, it
3: isn't. I'm going to – i Hey, Stidham,
0: he he played in the game against well, Kansas
3: City this past week. He was there. So, listen,
0: it's going to sound like a homer pick, but I'm going to tell you why I'm going to pick Stidham. Okay, please. Okay? Because – Stidham's got familiarity with McDaniel's system from his time in New England as Tom Brady's backup. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, all right. And as a Niner fan, Jared Stidham had me sweating during that game because he was bawling out. For what reasons? So – he was balling out, and I'll tell you something right now. If the Niners' defense isn't as stout or wasn't as stout as it has been all year, the Niners would have lost that game.
4: Ryan Mallett is going to have a better NFL career than Jared Stidham. You heard you that right, because Ryan uh, Mallett your, is no longer in the NFL.
0: Hey, watch your filthy mouth. So I is, 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 Stidham,
3: is Stidham an option for Vegas, for the Raiders? Well, Do they give him a look? Does he really compete yes. in camp? Or do do they just say, fuck it, you know, we're going to bring in, you know, we're going to go draft guy or we're going to sign a free agent or trade for somebody or whatever it is. Is is Stidham a part of that conversation after, I mean, week week one performance against, week one
0: for him, against the Niners, that was impressive. Right. I think you got to give Stidham a chance. Um, Because when you think about it, when was the last time Jared Stidham started a game? Nobody knows, Right. It was uh, January 7th against the Chiefs. Okay. So his first NFL start Mm -hmm. in, you know, a new city. And, you know, he was basically, I believe, told, this is your team. Go win this game. And the fact that he was able to take the 49ers, not only, you know, give them a run for their money, but took them to overtime. I think – it was a, a well, very strong performance, for sure. I mean, if you want to draft a quarterback in the later rounds, do it and see what see what you can get in return for Derek Carr when you trade him, right? If you want to get a guy in the later rounds as a quarterback, I think you have to give Jared Stidham a shot. So you get you get Jared Stidham a shot, right?
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Get somebody who is a free agent, you know, to maybe mentor him or back him up or something, right? Then see what you can get in the later rounds on the quarterback market in the draft, and then see. I mean, you got literally you got what do you got to lose? Go for it, try it, right? Maybe you catch lightning in a bottle.
3: It's a good approach. I, think, I mean, Stidham at least looked like an NFL starter out there. You know, he, he absolutely didn't, he didn't looked like himself. an NFL
0: starter. Well, and I'll tell you something right now, knowing how insane Raider fans are, I will bet you. The Raider fans are literally going to be like, "Give us anybody but Derek Carr. We'll give Jared Stidham a shot, especially if he plays like that,
5: right?" Mm-hmm.
0: And then, you know, when we were watching the game, the TV, uh, you know, the TV uh, cameras were, you know, finding a way to, you know, pan over to Jared Stidham's where they're doing the creepy method of, you know, you know, panning over to. It was, it was weird. So, you know, I think that. Raider fans are going to want to see more of him because I think he's going to bring a different dynamic than Derek Carr because really Raider fans kind of had to hold their breath. And you guys, I mean, especially you, Justin, being an AFC fan, you and and especially in the division of your team, I think you know above all three of us, especially you know above me and Alex, what Derek Carr is going to show up. Is it going to be the Derek Carr that's going to pound you into the pavement, or is it going to be Derek Carr that throws interceptions every other pass?
3: Yeah, no, that's that's you know a, a really good point. You know, like I said, like earlier, the Chargers lost uh, to the Raiders, and Derek Carr didn't play that great game, but you know he still had 250 right. yards through the air, and he still had two touchdowns. So, so and he did win that game. For right. the Raiders because Devonte Adams did, but somebody has to get Devonte Adams the ball at the end of the day, right? And when it counted, Derek Carr did make some incredible throws, um especially one of those touchdown throws was just nuts. Uh, so he can do it when it counts, right. but he just can't do it consistently.
0: No, he can't. And I have more experience with Jared Stidham in terms of fandom and watching than either of you guys because. I actually got to see him play when I was at the iron Bowl, and he beat Alabama that year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I know what he's capable of in terms of, I don't want to say managing a game because that's got a negative connotation to it, but making the plays when it counts, making the throws, the guy has got the prettiest deep ball I've seen in, I mean, he's got a pretty deep ball. And um, I think that, the way that he not only makes the throws but gets the throws gets the ball out quickly. I think if you are Josh McDaniel, you are in desperate need of a good start to the next season. I think you waste no time. You go to Jared Stidham, especially after you see what he did for you against the Niners. You say, Okay, next season you're our guy. Let's spend the off season developing you. Let's spend the off season with you getting in the mental understanding of the fact that you're the guy. And let's see if we can put some stuff around you to help give you success, right? Mm-hmm. So I think if you go, because that was what gave Jarrett Stidham success when he was at Auburn, is Gus Malzahn told him, you're the guy, we're recruiting around you, we are going to develop you, we're going to build this team around you to give you success, and he had some pretty damn good success. So I think that's my argument.
3: Was he a transfer guy for Auburn, or was he? Transferred from, yeah. from Baylor. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah so when when uh the baylor situation shit to bed with art briles when all that crap happened Mm -hmm. jared stadium was like deuces i'm out of here so he transferred as a sophomore so he spent his junior and senior year at auburn Mm
5: -hmm.
0: and um again that's i mean that's my long-winded argument i i think that you've got a guy who in his first nfl star took the number one defense in the nfl i'm gonna say it the niners have the best defense in the nfl They do, you, yeah. Yeah, force right. them in, you force them into overtime mm-hmm. and i think that that's that deserves some leeway when you're trying to figure out who the starter is granted listen nobody knows what tom brady's gonna do next year because he's a free agent there tom were rumors floated today that, that vegas was looking at tom Brady. so you know what if, if brady wants to uh if brady wants to um, you know, reunite with Josh McDaniels in Vegas, guess what? That's only going to do good things for Jared Stidham because he's going to get another year mentored by Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL, okay? Mm-hmm. And I think Jared Stidham is going to learn from him even more, and I think that's only going to help him. Because look, how many years did Jimmy Garoppolo sit behind Tom Brady, right?
3: Yeah, and that's, that's a good point because Garoppolo yeah. didn't have – you know the big program college experience no
0: jimmy garoppolo graduated from the same college that tony Romo graduated from eastern illinois mm-hmm. okay but he was always so, looked at as a prospect just physicality alone right exactly and and when then um i think new england took him in the second round of the year he was drafted if i remember correctly it was pretty
3: high but um i'm not sure if that was a strong quarterback draft or a weak one you know when um, you get into i don't the
0: remember guys. yeah i don't remember specifically but um, I'm thinking of, you know, look at all the success. Okay, so Jimmy G's got what? Three or four Super Bowl rings because of Tom Brady, right? Mm-hmm. Look at what Jimmy G did his first year. Pretty sure Jimmy G took the Niners since Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? I would attribute a lot of that to his development because he was developed behind Tom Brady as the eventual heir apparent before Belichick traded him to San Francisco, right? That was so, also
3: the same draft year as Derek Carr.
0: There you go. So mm-hmm. I think the smart bet here is, especially if if Brady wants to play for the uh, for the Raiders and reunite with Josh McDaniel, that you got a guy already that was plenty capable of bringing it as the starter because you saw what he did in that game. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you you go and you get a guy like Brady. Brady's going to mentor Jared Stidham, and I guarantee you. If it's anything like what I've seen as Jimmy G, uh, you know, as as a Niners fan and season ticket holder watching Jimmy G play these last four years, I think Jared Stidham is on his way to a really successful career with the Raiders because he's got a lot going for him in terms of especially with a system that he knows.
5: Mm-hmm. And I
0: think that's why he never got a chance with the Pats after McDaniels left um, is because – um, you know, I, I think Jared Stidham needs a system that that benefits him, and I think you, you've got that in McDaniel's system.
3: Yeah, he was he was never going to be the guy for the Pats. They just took him yeah. as kind of, you know, yeah. Well, yeah. Kind of, and I honestly when, don't know why they they drafted him in that situation.
0: Well, they drafted him in the fourth round because they needed a guy to get a little bit more uh, quarterback depth behind Brady and Brian Hoyer.
3: Mm-hmm. So and, and he Jared was just Stidham. kind of there.
0: Right And you had a guy who was there and Belichick, I guess had seen what I've seen as an Auburn you know as an Auburn alum who watches every game. and I think Belichick saw a guy that's just like, listen, we got Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback in the history of the league in a sixth round. Who knows what we can get with a guy in the fourth round. Why not? Let's go for it. You know, what do you got to lose? So, it really just comes down to how you think about it from every single standpoint when it comes to Jarrett Stidham.
3: Yeah, I hopefully he does get a chance to compete for the starting job. Um, I, I think he especially will. the way they betting against be, San Francisco, yeah. he's he's earned it. Yeah. But there's a lot of different routes that they could go with
0: quarterback. Um, I mean, he's not gonna get a chance to compete if Brady wants to go to the Raiders. That's not gonna happen. No, that's 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 not gonna happen.
3: And that's that's Brady's no. call more so than it is, right. you know, anybody else's at this point.
0: But exactly. Exactly. And you know, I think that you know, if Brady says no, I'm not gonna to go to the Raiders, I think if you're Josh McDaniel, you at least give Sid him a chance to compete for the job. You mm-hmm. have to. You Based do. on what I saw in that game, I say you absolutely have to. Yeah.
3: Well, another team that, uh, you know, is going to have some questions, a quarterback going forward, um, is obviously the Packers.
0: Boy, that's for sure.
3: They had a scenario. Let um, I me mean, talk about another kind of shitty game that everybody was watching on Sunday night. They had a win-in-in scenario set up. Um, the Lions still had a shot until earlier in the day when things didn't quite fall their way, but the Packers uh, still – You know, still could have ended up as a playoff team, um, would have ended up nine and eight in that scenario, as so many other teams have uh, in this expanded format. But um, Packers season, so I had Aaron Rodgers on my fantasy team for a period of time. Um, I had Kyler Murray, and I forget who else I had to start the year, um, somebody dog shit, but ended up picking up Aaron Rodgers just as kind of I saw that somebody else dropped him, and I'm like, that's a more interesting option than whoever I had on my bench at the time. So I yeah. picked him up. Then Kyler gets kind of hurt, and I'm in a situation where I have to start Aaron Rodgers. And I thought that he played well. Like, I, I watched him play. Um, doesn't have the talent around him that he's had in years past. I, I thought that he had a good connection with Lazard. I thought that when the game was on the line in different scenarios, he was still making plays um, instead of just you know kind of going through the motions like you see some older quarterbacks on non-playoff teams do nobody right. nobody thought that the Packers were going to be in a position to make the playoffs in week 18 if you look at them early on in the season. And the way that Aaron Rodgers kind of hung around, I mean there was even talk about benching him at one point um, I think after which
0: that just I mean that just mystifies me.
3: Well, they lost five games in a row. <laughs> And they, they come back, they beat the Cowboys, which was a surprise at the time. Then they lose their next two. And at that point no, well, in the season, there was a lot of chatter about, okay, we're not a playoff team. We need to get a real look at Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers, right. you know, maybe he's not that passionate. He wanted to leave earlier. How about yeah. we bench Aaron and kind of do what the Raiders did with Derek Hart. You know, hey, we're going to bench you. Let's agree to kind of go our different ways and let's see what we have. With Jordan Love, but then all of a sudden the Packers come back and they win four in a row right. and yeah. things
0: fall their way league wide. And all of a sudden it's looking like, holy shit, we could be a playoff team here. Well, but let me just tell you this is what pisses me off about the Green Bay Packers organization. That team continues to find ways to waste Aaron Rodgers' talent. And I know I'm speaking about this with a Chicago Bears fan sitting in the room. Okay.
4: No, 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 I'm a Packers fan. I'm waiting to comment on my team.
0: Oh, 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 I apologize. I, so God, what pisses got, you the, off about the Packers? Dude, it was it was the Blackhawks. What, what? I got confused by your team my bad. I'm sorry. So the 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 Packers continue to find ways to waste Aaron Rodgers talent. Okay? Um I you know, I I don't understand why they seem to be allergic with getting him weapons. He's got dog shit to throw to. You know, I think of all the the, the preeminent wide receivers in the game right now, none of them play for Green Bay. Maybe uh, Cobb or Lazard. That's a hard maybe. Well, so, all that
4: being said, they were still in a playoff the position to make the playoffs and a lot of that has right. to do with Aaron Rodgers. In fact, 98% of it has to do with Aaron Rodgers and the fact that but, he carried the team to get to this point.
0: And now, well, I'm not saying... That, wait, well, let me just say this dude. Okay, Let me just say one quick thing. I'm not saying that it's not it, I'm saying that it shouldn't just be all on Aaron Rodgers. I'm saying the guy needs help and the team has been criminally negligent in getting him any help whatsoever because they have the mentality of shut up and go play. And we'll put around you what we damn well feel like.
4: Mm-hmm. And, and
0: you also have a dog shit defense too. I mean, I haven't seen any good players ever since Clay uh, Matthews left.
4: The the defense I've- actually isn't that bad, but <laughs> The issue they're honestly having is not having the personnel on on offense, like you said, mostly at receiver, right. and their offensive line is rookies and old. Like there's nothing right. good there to help Aaron Rodgers give him the time that he needs to make those better plays. Now they lose Devonte Adams, right. and their and their number one receiver becomes you know Romeo Dubs for a little bit, and now Christian Watson, two rookies so okay it's so then maybe take...
0: watson is going to prove me wrong
4: maybe maybe I, I watson's going to develop
0: into a stud yeah dude and you know what i forgot about watson he's a hell of a player i think he's earning aaron Rodgers' trust but you know what for the love of god get that man another super bowl before he retires and i think they're way too far away from that right now And you know i wasn't the biggest fan of the matt lafleur hire in the beginning I was like, "Who the hell is this guy? And what has he done to earn that job?" So I, I could they make they can. I'm just saying. And dude, listen, I'm not trying to pile on your team or anything. I'm just saying that it seems like Green Bay continues to find new ways to make head scratching decisions, wasting Aaron Rodgers' talent and time. And you know, why can't you just work with the guy and get him some freaking you know people to throw to because. He's literally doing it all himself and he's got no one so run he's running for his life right right it's good that he can scramble but the guy's 38 years old he can't scramble much anymore
3: well I mean I I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is completely free of blame in this either I mean he's no he, no he's not he has to understand his situation he's an aging quarterback he he already has a Super Bowl ring yes it is frustrating that he's not given you know a lot of uh help you know year after right. year in the draft but I mean Green Bay goes out and they draft Quate, uh, Quate Walker last year, who ends up being a stud at, at linebacker huh. for them.
4: And, and, and Showed his ass in this game, but I'll, I'll comment on that in a second.
3: Yeah, but, I mean, you, you mentioned that the, the, the defense is really now a strength for Green Bay, which traditionally it, it, it kind of hasn't been. Um, right. So is that just kind of this franchise being stuck in which direction do we go? Do we keep trying to make it work with Aaron Rodgers? And, okay, maybe we get him some weapons. Or do we just okay? We focus on the defense. We rebuild the defense, and then we eventually move on from Rodgers.
0: Well, I think it's this organization being said, the mentality of shut up and play, and you don't, you don't put that shit out there for you. Don't worry about it, right? Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that's going to get you any success. I think you know. I think it's literally a team game, and I think there needs to be a team effort between the GM ownership and your stud and your star quarterback as far as letting him have some input on who you put around him. Mm -hmm. You want the guy to go out there and get you a Super Bowl title, then why can't you consult with him? I don't understand it, right? When Aaron Rodgers won that Super Bowl against Pittsburgh, I don't know how many years ago, 10 years now or something like that, I was like, holy shit, there's the Aaron Rodgers era is gonna begin because he's a star and he just picked apart Pittsburgh in that game but then again green bay does what they always do ever since and they say shut up and play we'll put people around you i don't understand that mentality i, I just don't but you know what you're more of a packer fan than i am alex you maybe have some insight that i just don't know about but i i don't i don't get that and if i'm you i get really frustrated
3: yeah it seemed you know like it was um i it the you know for for years but yeah. I think that, you know, Aaron Rodgers will keep playing. Don't know if he'll be with Packers. I think it's time for him to get out. There's a lot of interesting situations around the league. Um right. there would, you know, teams that would be very interested in Aaron Rodgers going forward. Um But yeah, dude, you know, we got to wrap this one up. Um Yep. Divisional games well, or sorry, wild card games coming up. yep Um And
0: hold that Aaron Rodgers topic for a later show cuz that's going to be a good one to go back to. I want to hear Alex's thoughts on him and and uh uh, who is the player? Alex Quay. Uh, what was his last name? Uh, Stud linebacker?
3: Yeah, Quay, Quay Walker in the first round. Quay Walker. Okay. All right, well, well yeah. we have to revisit um, that at a later time then. Yeah, for sure. But uh, divisional games, um, Saturday uh, coming up, Chargers and Jaguars we kind of touched on. I like the Chargers in this one. Seahawks and Niners, I don't think the Seahawks have a chance in hell, especially when it's in San Francisco. Um, Niners are 8-1 at home. So, maybe Levi yeah. Stadium finally starting to create uh, some sort of a home field advantage there after being kind of a dead stadium for many years. Certainly, playing Talk the, way of that the Niners have, yeah, uh, helps. Dolphins and Bills, um, you know, a rematch that we've seen a couple times this season. I think the Bills, especially at home up there in that cold weather, uh, they should roll over Miami. Giants and Vikings is interesting. Giants took the Vikings kind of to the bell um, when they played earlier in the season, lost by a field goal. It's in Minnesota, yep. but Giants, you know, they they always play close football. The Vikings are eight and one at home. Um, Minnesota's only favorite three points, which is basically the nod that you give to the home team there. So, right, it's not really a huge you know advantage for them. And I think that the way that the Giants played them earlier, that's going to be. My game on Sunday to really keep an eye on Ravens yeah. and Bengals. I think the Ravens are kind of stumbling over the finish line here. Um, not sure about the health of Lamar Jackson, John Harbaugh. You know, there's rumors to think that he should already be playing. Um, we'll see what happens with Lamar. Maybe they're keeping some information close to their chest there. Bengals are just so hot right now. They're obviously coming off of the uh situation in Buffalo, but uh, we had a good ending there with Tamar Hamlin being released from the hospital. Um, back in Buffalo now so hopefully the Bengals can put that game behind them and just focus on the Ravens that's Sunday night uh
0: well NBC. and what kind of a lift is Buffalo going to get now that DeMar Hamlin is out of the hospital I'll be interested in seeing that that's going to give them a well nice they,
3: they yeah and they, they they got a huge lift in their game last week I mean just returned to the opening kickoff 95 yards um in that one and you know now now the Bengals could kind of you know Starts a rebound from uh, from that game um, against Buffalo Monday night Cowboys and Buccaneers. That one's going to be interesting because the whole country is going to be rooting for Tom Brady against the Dallas Cowboys. Everyone loves to see the Cow- the Cowboys get bounced in the first round. Yeah. Um, so I see why the NFL made that the the Monday night game. It's going to be interesting. It's Tom Brady. Um, that one is going to be a, a, you know want to keep an eye on as well. Yep. I like what they've done with the schedule on Saturday. You put the Chargers and the Jaguars in an interesting uh, spot.
0: Um, By the way, that's uh, Saturday a great night. I think that's an underrated matchup too.
3: It is a good matchup with with, with two young quarterbacks. Um, I think that the NFL is really trying to elevate the Chargers uh, after oh. the way that the Rams played this season. Yep. Um, I think that they're kind of – So
0: disappointing.
3: Yeah, they're kind of the ones that I think the NFL is trying to prop up with all these primetime slots. Yep. Um, Sunday Giants and Vikings—that's kind of the matchup—and then obviously Monday Night Cowboys and Buccaneers. So there is, on paper, at least some some good wild card matchups uh, to look forward to. We'll see how it shakes out in the division around. But man, I mean, that's uh, that's all we got for this week. I think.
0: Well, uh, what a show! Uh, massive, massive, massive. Thank you again to. Brittany and Chelsea from the Boozy Mouse podcast are coming on the show tonight. Uh, really enjoyed getting a chat with them and, and laugh and shoot the shit and drink. Uh, you know, while we're while we're chatting about all kinds of different topics. So, um, if you haven't done so already, make sure you check out the Boozy Mouse podcast. I believe it's available on Apple Podcasts as well as other platforms. Ladies, thank you again so much. Uh, whenever you hear this, just thank you again. Uh, for coming on, We thoroughly enjoyed it. And we, the three of us cannot wait to go on your show at a later date.
3: Yep. That was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you to our guests. Um, thank you uh, to you two as well. Thanks for staying up late with us um, on the East coast. Ryan, yep. um, we always go way too fucking long with these things. So we'll, we do. we'll eventually figure it out. No college football anymore. Um, it's sad for, uh, for many, many months, but I'm sure that we'll still have some storylines.
0: Um, we're quickly approaching the time in the calendar when it's only the NBA. It's a terrifying time. No,
3: there's the NHL too. We don't talk about the NBA oh. whatsoever. It's not real. Um, so yeah, hopefully going forward uh, as we wrap up the NFL season here, we'll get more into NHL and everything else. Uh, so I'm just Sureshki for Alex Gratis and Ryan Noonan. Thanks for joining us this week on the suspended indefinitely podcast and check out the boozy mouse podcast. And we look forward to a, uh, To uh, join their podcast in the future here as well. So stay tuned. We out. Bye bye.